connecting to the real nerds is so easy. You can go to our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You can like us on Facebook. We have a Twitter account, at Real Nerds. We also have Instagram. You can call us, 720-6Nerds5. You want to email us? You can do that, too, realnerds at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Hi, my name is Paul Caroli, and I host a podcast called Changing Denver. It's a monthly show about our city's physical spaces, how we make them, and how they make us. But it's so much more than that. It's the conversations, ideas, and stories that define Denver's perpetual state of flux. Find more from our team at changingdenver.com and join the conversation on Twitter, at Changing Denver. Denver's changing. We can help. This is Marguerite Bennett, a writer of DC's Bombshells for Real Nerds Podcast. Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast, unofficially the official podcast of Denver Comic Con 2017 and beyond. And also, we've been coming to you for over 299 consecutive weeks. What? It's ridiculous. Our 300th episode is coming up, which is actually a little bit of a cheat, because Brad doesn't label um, film explosions as numbered episodes, and all the other like extracurricular epi- asses episodes <laughs> uh, that we put up, we don't label as numbered. Right. So, so we actually all, have – I haven't counted exactly how many we have. Yeah, it's way more than 300 episodes, but it's 300 re- main episodes – 300 review episodes. Mm-hmm. I'm estimating 308. That's my estimate. Mm, I think it's more than that, actually. All right. <laughs> all know. right. <laughs> like, I'm not as invested in this as like, I should be. So. <laughs> oh, and yeah, that voice sure you're hearing be. is uh, Henry, who's – back from new york and decided that he's going to be super ironic now because he's from new york sorry i was, I was gonna joke and be like that's a pre-recorded joke from henry that just, <laughs> like, just have a soundboard i know i'm talking about his yeah. uh, shirt unless you've fathered a child i told him i really like that shirt he's yeah. got a he's got a mickey mouse number one dad shirt on i saw the store and i thought hey i can be an asshole so <laughs> <laughs> so but sorry to all all your shopping decisions <laughs> sorry to all the audience members that don't like me I'm now here for the full hour, not the one minute I usually send in. <laughs> With the sound of fire trucks uh, and police yeah. cars. Yeah, how many times yeah. have you been arrested after recording it? Well, here's the thing. In New York City, everyone's either on fire or dying. <laughs> and so <laughs> there's always either a fire truck or an ambulance going somewhere. Yeah. So, Well, when you stick millions of people into one island. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What did you think was going to happen, Henry? <laughs> yeah. How was your first sem- or first year? First I guess. year, yeah, uh, it was good. Uh, what grades did you get? Uh, I got all. Well, it's an art school, so it's all in like weird abstract. Yeah, things. I got I got, I got five straight he got, flowers. He got right. seven <laughs> potatoes. Uh, <laughs> uh, I got like a. I had like my GPA was like a three point seven last. Very semester. good. There you go. And I think it's similar uh, this semester. Uh, so. You might be catching the eye of Scorsese. <laughs> Ooh. Remember, he eats in restaurants in New York. Just walk up and talk to him. I know. I walk around like all the time, being like, "I hope someone sees me today." So, <laughs> did your apartment win the house cup? Uh, no, we don't. We're, we're an art school. We don't have cups. <laughs> <laughs> they have feelings. Uh, we have feeling awards. So. We're excited you're back, Henry. In time for the 300th episode, which will yeah. be next week. Yes, it'll be lots of fun. Yeah, we're going to be revealing our favorite movies since 2011. Yep. 
Did you finish your list? I did. Oh, man. It was tough. It was. It was really tough. I was pointing it out to Ryan that it sucks that Ryan, that Brad is essentially the gatekeeper on this one because he knows all of our lists, but we don't know each other's lists. Yeah. So and, uh, I can't pull it'll a thing be cool, like though. my top four all of his films. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I was going to do something like that and send him a list and then just totally fucking change it while we were doing <laughs> oh, it. Oh, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> yes, but at the same time, he's putting so much work into the DVD, yeah. I don't want to like, It would have been like super that. douchey yeah, also. Yeah, you're just like, I'm a dick, but I'm not an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know everyone thinks I'm a total ass, but I'm really not. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. You just play one on TV. Exactly. Yeah. Anyways, I'm Ryan. We got James, yeah. Zach, and Henry. Four nerds. Brad is uh, filming this week. Yeah. He's, uh, he's a cameraman and director of photography on a feature-length film called Trauma. Yes. Yeah. So he, uh, that's what he's doing. Not to be confused with Trauma. Which yes. is totally different. Yeah, not Trauma. Trauma. Yes. Yes. This movie might actually be good. It might be. <laughs> if it was, if Brad's if, not here to defend tra- Trauma. So. <laughs> yeah, <for> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And Father's Day. That's going to be on his list, isn't it? Oh, dude. That's right. <laughs> oh, I kind of hope it is. I haven't talked about that movie in forever. What a piece of shit. Uh, also, too, if you have favorite movies from 2011 uh, going forward, send them to us and yeah. we'll talk about them. Uh, it was interesting. I, I'll, I'll reiterate this next week, but when I did it, I started – I was going to cheat and do uh, every one of like my number one films – and then I realized that I still love those films, but there's some films that I actually watch more. Yeah. So I kind of did it the films I watch the most, except for one glaring admission, and I'm almost certain that someone else is going to put it on. Sure. So, well, that's, oh, the, yeah. that's the goal. There's all kinds of politics here, right? Yeah. Like, um, I ended up uh, – my, uh, my top ten ends up being something of a cheat because I was telling you, like, in some cases I picked a movie where I could use the opportunity to talk about – a few other movies as well. Oh yeah. So that because I did, I, I did it all in Letterbox, and it was a, it was like 454 films in total that I had to choose from, and there was like 40 that I thought could be in the top 10, which just I mean is insane. Yeah. Um. And out of those 40 that could be in the, I like they're all things that I could, you know, they they were all on top 10 lists before. Yeah. Pretty much. So, yeah, it was rough. It was really rough. Yeah, all but, my films were on my top 10 lists. Oh, did you start that way? Did you just go back to your top ten list? No, I started actually by kind of like what you did. I saw all the movies and I just started writing them down. Yeah. I'm like, I like this one. I like this one. Yeah. Um, one that I omitted that I'll share right now is uh, Comic-Con Episode 4. Um, oh, yeah. I, I was going to put it on just because how important it was to us. Yeah. But then it's like, it's a fun movie, but it's not one of one I go back to all the time. I will tell you that one of my, uh, and I'm, I'm not revealing whether or not it made it onto the list, yeah. but one of my greatest conflicts was whether or not I put Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters at number 10, oh, because no. I so believed that it should be there, and yet, when there's like only 10, it's tough. Like you, If you put Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters on there, like you know, something amazing isn't. Uh, yeah. so Two films on my list. Wi-Fi password easy. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, the password is the Wi-Fi password? <laughs> the Wi-Fi password? Yeah. Oh, sorry, Internet. You all know now my, now know my Wi-Fi password. Let me, but... let me do this so you can watch your Einsteins. <laughs> is it boss level? Uh, no, it's... Um... Chad's Wi-Fi? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, oh, Welcome it's, to it's... Chad's Wi-Fi. <laughs> can I take your order? It's, it's Internet Party. Internet Party? Yeah. Oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all lowercase, the Wi-Fi password. Should be it. It's either that or it's bitches7. 
What? <laughs> Thank you, Dan Weingart. Two. Uh, just so you know, it is the Wi-Fi password. <laughs> yes, it's great. Nobody ever guesses that. Here you go, buddy. James, um, two of the films on my list are specifically set up to annoy Ryan and James. <laughs> and at the uh, same time, they are films I watch on repeat. So, so you put the hateful eight on there, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I, I, I didn't say that. I know, I know. Did I? Oh, oh what a piece of shit. Um, yeah. Well, cool. You know, you've made it as a father. My kid loves playing. I have Army of Darkness uh, defense on my iPhone. And uh, he starts quoting lines from Army of Darkness. Like, Give me some sugar. We must protect the book. And what a horrible nightmare. What a horrible nightmare. Look at you. Stop being cute. We must protect the book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, you're too cute, kid. Yeah. There you go, buddy. Well, yeah. So yeah, that's exciting. Week, next week will be really exciting. Uh, Army of Darkness will be on my list because we technically did see it. In... Oh, pshaw. <laughs> I call that uh, a Brad Haig special. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm excited to see. Uh, what does Brad do this year? I know. <laughs> this one, like... I was going to say, like, if the whole top ten is all films he made, that would be pretty great. <laughs> That would be pretty great. <laughs> Number 10. <laughs> Catastrophe. <laughs> well, it just sets the tone. Speaking as Brad Haig's personal historian, I think he'd put Catastrophe much higher. Probably, yeah. yeah. I was actually, oh, uh, Don't Be a Pussy. That was the one I was trying to think of. <laughs> um, yeah. Which might be his finest hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, certainly, it's certainly one of my favorite titles. So, Cool. Every week on Real Nerds Podcast, we go see a new movie and we podcast our experience to the world. This week, we saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yeah! Stay tuned to the end of the show where we will review the movie and spoil it. And there is spoils in this movie, so... Okay. So if you don't want the... <laughs> come, on, come on, Dad. Watch me play this game. Uh, so if you want to see it, definitely uh, listen if you should see it or not. And then don't listen to our review until after you see the movie. Spoilers, go see it. Yes. <laughs> It Spoilers, made... <laughs> Luke Skywalker is Darth Vader's son. Yeah. <laughs> it made, what, $149 million this weekend? 45 Yeah, which means that everyone years. listening has... Honestly, you've probably seen it by now. Like, yeah. yeah. Very cool. Give me some but sugar, baby. It's, it's... <laughs> just, he's just kissing <laughs> the mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, that was good. Give me... Give me... Some... Some... Sugar... Sugar... Baby. Baby. <laughs> I'm gonna die. <laughs> I'm going Cuteness to die. overload. <laughs> oh. uh, anyway. The ship can't handle it, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> well, we also uh, talk about movies that are coming out, movies we've been watching, movie news. Um, and as you can see, we also bullshit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> gotta go get the guys. And I make sure that we earn our explicit content every week. Yeah, I was say, if I it's not James, it's me. Hey. Hmm. Sorry, yeah, no. that's right. Yeah, Carol, your son cusses more than I do. <laughs> It should be it should be like a whole episode where we don't curse the, except at the very end where we all just start singing ass ass titties titties ass. Well, it's funny because I went back and I've been listening to some of the episodes, but I keep on forgetting to like really timestamp them. Sorry, uh -huh. Brad. And James cusses way more than I do. Mm -hmm. I think my cussing is just way more like coarse. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you you more say terrible things. Yeah, I'm more of a terrible person, and I just use fuck like it's a goddamn comma. Sorry, mom. <laughs> Fucking a. <laughs> this is movie news. It's real news.
there's not much. I chose movie news because James just closed the window. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch! Cut to James, um, like looking up at the sky. Ah! <laughs> we got a we got a trailer for the uh, that movie where Stephen King writes himself into the book. Uh, what's that called? The Gunslinger. The Dark Tower. The Dark Tower. Oh. The Dark Tower trailer was <laughs> this week. Go get him. Uh, with the highly anticipated. Um, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, Matthew all McConaughey right, plays right, a guy right. in a The end of shirt. the earth. <laughs> um, I'm kind of like Randall Flagg, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I know very little about it because it's daunting to even think about reading the Dark Tower series. Someone like like kind of described it to me as uh like. It's like it's like someone was writing fan fiction about all of Stephen King stuff, but the person who wrote it's also Stephen King. Yes, and so because he eventually writes himself into the book, like he shows up as a character. Does he really? Yeah, I've never read the book. I, I have a hard time. There's 17 of them. Yeah, now. I have a hard time reading Stephen King books like when that. they're a thousand pages long. Yeah. Right. Oh, I like. I've, I, we've talked about this before. I like him more when he's more uh, condensed. I mean, short stories are the best ones. You, like, you mean like when he was in the 80s and he couldn't write more than a hundred pages before he fell into a coma because of all of the cocaine. Uh, well, I mean, like I said, Cycle of the Werewolf is my favorite. Yeah. Because it starts with a clear beginning, and it has really cool uh, art in it. And um, I like that the werewolf is the priest. My favorite Spoilers! Is, my favorite is Rita Hayworth on the Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> I like the body. Uh, anyway. Oh, we know side of the table is pretentious. <laughs> the line uh, must be drawn here. I thought it was pretty father. cool. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Did you guys get a chance to watch it? The trailer? Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, I saw it. What did you think? I mean, I'm, I don't really care. Uh, yeah, I know. So, yeah, that's like, my thing. I, I like the actors, so I'll see it. Yeah, yeah. it kind of looks cool, and then weird wanted stuff pops up, and I'm like, why is this here? I mean, I was like, he does the cool, like, reloading the revolver thing. I'm like, that's cool. Yeah, but he, just, guess. he <laughs> just keeps reloading the revolver a lot in the yeah. trailer. Which <laughs> leads me to believe that he's just missing a lot. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird, and it's—I I still don't know. Like, is this the thing where they're gonna make like a TV show or something after it, or did that fall apart? Uh, I'm sure that fell apart. Okay, yeah, because like Ron I would Howard hope forever. That fell apart. <laughs> Ron because Howard, if the, if the Divergent series can't do it, then there's no way the Dark Tower is gonna well, be able to do it. That, well, yeah, I wouldn't put that many eggs in that many baskets. Guys so. are being yeah. sarcastic. <laughs> I don't know. You're also. Pick the nice guys, like it's your number seven film from last year. So I'm, yeah, I'm not so sure oh about that. Why are you yeah. in here? Uh, anyway, uh, Henry, you had some news, didn't you? Yeah. Are, are you out of your news? <laughs> There's not much. Like it's that. Uh, there was another trailer that came out, wasn't there? We got a picture of Hercule Poirot from the uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah. yeah. And if it wasn't Kenneth Branagh, I would hate it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, well, there was lots of talent in that movie. There is. I kind of wish Johnny Depp wasn't in it because I I kind of don't like his face. Um, but trailer? that's fine. Uh, he doesn't like yours either. That's, he doesn't. Yeah, fair. Uh, though Daisy Ridley looks great. I'm I, I'm actually excited for most of it. And I think Kenneth Branagh will be amazing. No, I, I mean, just I've, I've, I just don't like the way he looks. Yeah, he doesn't look. I mean, he gave himself know. the most ridiculous costume. He did. Yeah, and I he just he took what most people expect uh, Poirot to look like. Yeah, and went completely the up other way, which is fine. Um, but you know, it's just it's just weird. I mean, the fact of the matter is, we're judging this entire film based oh, on a photo, and so agreed. like, and like, I I love Murder on the Orient Express. Like, I yeah. think it's going to be fine. It's just weird, and it's a little too glossy. But again, when the movie comes out, it'll yeah. be fine. I mean, I've not been disappointed. I don't think I've just been disappointed. Well, Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit. That one was yeah, we less don't of, we, less we of a great one, but uh, we don't talk about it. Um, he yeah. was good in it. He was great in it. No, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying it's a bad film. I'm it, just saying it's, it's probably a, his weakest film. It's yeah. not a good film. 
But yeah. Um, anyway. So are you out of news then? But there's not. I, I, so, I, there, I, I think there's like at least one more trailer that came out this week that was supposed to be a big deal. Yeah. Maybe. I don't what, know. what was it? No, I, don't, I don't remember. I just thought I could have sworn there was something. I mean, if there's not, I'll move on to my news. But um, I don't remember. Hey, right, hey, my news. hey, there's pictures of Avatar Land, and the robots look like robots that are. That's good. what I was forgetting. Um, <laughs> uh, but my news. Uh, because I'm sure y'all will be excited about it. Uh, David Lynch has officially announced that after Twin Peaks, he is officially retiring for the rest of his life. Yes! I win! I'm gonna retire! <laughs> I have so, enough yeah. hipster cred! <laughs> uh, you, can, you can laugh all you want. I will be doing a weekly review series of every single episode of that show as it comes out. So, so what's that? Seven episodes? Uh, Eighteen. Oh my god. It was seven. Then David Lynch was like, I'm going to do more. And they're like, okay. <laughs> so. Oh, what a madman. So. Wow, when's he, he going to make the straight story two? Oh, that's in the works. Good. It's actually, actually the third season of uh, Twin Peaks is the uh, gunslinger or whatever it's called of the David Lynch universe. Oh, so. great. Okay, great. Well, then I might watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I really want him to make a sequel to the only good movie he's ever made. Aww. Well, you haven't seen The Elephant Man. Fair. All right, fine. fine. I have seen The Elephant Man, and every time I watch David Lynch, I go, huh? <laughs> you should see The Street Story. It's really good, Ryan. I think you'd like it a lot. It's really great. Disney uh, produced? A little bit quiet. Like, just, you know, here's, yeah. a, here's a good movie about I'll always how try something once. A, b- <laughs> a bundle of sticks is like family, man. Which is okay, because he finished on his second to best film, so... What? He fin- his oh, oh, Inland oh. Empire is his second best film, and he oh, finished on that. So oh, okay. oh, after Street Fighter? Oh, you're wrong, no. Henry, but okay. You no. got it. Oh. Mulholland Drive is the best, one of the best films ever made. Mulholland Drive is just a canceled Wait, pilot I, I wouldn't disagree with Mulholland Drive, yes. but... As one of the best movies ever made. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, Wait, as, why? no of, of Lynch's career. Henry, why? Of just Lynch's career. I'm, I'm talking fucking Henry, Zach. <laughs> I just love it. I mean, it's like... I, I why is there people. little people in it? That's the thing. No one understands it. Which, in, honestly, probably doesn't mean anything, but like, I'm totally okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you told me you liked it because Naomi Watts is naked in it, then I'd buy it. Well, it's also, I will say that it was the film that introduced me to Naomi Watts, so it has a special place in my heart for that reason. So Okay. Um, so there's that, and just, I just like, I don't know. I, felt, I watched and I was like, I don't understand this, but I'm kind of on board with it. That's just my view of film in general. Yeah, if I don't understand it, I'll watch, I can watch it again. So, yeah, but I, like, Inland Empire? Yeah, Inland Empire is incredible. Okay. That's David Lynch unhinged. And so it's only good if you like David Lynch. I, but if you I, yeah, like David Lynch, I guess it's incredible. So. That's a fair point. Movies! I'm really excited for his retirement. <clears throat> oh. then have, have you seen my hair? Good job, buddy. Oh, my goodness. He's just becoming a parrot. He's, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Whatever you say, he'll repeat. Oh, man. Yeah. Who's your bubble. favorite? Is it Luigi? He's the only person I know who loves Luigi. Luigi is hey. always like the. I like Luigi. No, I like him too. I'm just saying that he picks Luigi. Oh, no gotcha. one like goes out and picks him. What's Luigi's thing? He jumps higher. Yeah, he, he jumps like higher. jumps okay. higher and he kind of floats back yeah, down. He's like a flutter. Gotcha. Okay. You have to jump. Yeah. You have to jump. Well, cool. Anyway, but in all seriousness, though, did you see those Avatar robots? Because they look really good. I really want those Avatar robots to be anything other than Avatar robots. Well, the thing is, I heard that they they're starting to do previews for that Avatar Land. Yeah, and they're saying it's pretty awesome. Oh yeah, which well, that, I and, mean, is and as I think Disney might be pressuring them, like make your fucking movies. We just spent a billion dollars making a land after your movie. Right? Yeah, <laughs> you convinced us this was a thing, man. Yeah, like you had which better it, put I out mean, his story, no matter how not very well it's made. <laughs> is it, it, it ties into the theme of. 
their animal kingdom. Yeah, it's not very well written is yeah. the problem. But uh, oh yeah, no, absolutely. And it's ser- seriously though that robot. You should, if you haven't seen the video of the of the people going along like the riverboat thingy or whatever it is, like the 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 Navi who's like sitting there, you know, singing and waving her hands and shit. I'm like, that's real. Like it's the coolest looking robot. Was like, it already open? It and, might already be open. And, and, uh, I, think, I think it is open now. Yeah. Audi, audio erotica. Uh, yeah, that, auto, that's a, animatronics. That's a, but yeah, that's a that's a that's a Jurassic Park joke right there. Uh, I looked at the two other pieces of news. Uh, sure. Uh, we got another Dunkirk trailer. I haven't watched it. Oh yeah, I haven't watched it either. So it's good. Is it yeah. cool? Does it have aliens in it? Uh, no, it ha, has Brad a lot Rome. of Kenneth Branagh though. Ooh. <laughs> okay. I remember when they when it got announced, like Brad was pretty convinced that like. It was going to end up having aliens or something weird what? in it. It was just like, you know, because it's weird for him to do just a straightforward like, hey, this is a movie of a thing that happened. Yeah. Well, that's a pretty important part oh, in yeah. British history. So in right. the end, Batman saves the British soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually called Dunkirk: Dawn of Justice. <laughs> at, the, at the end, he wakes up and he's just been incepted. That's all. The ally just proved to you that they could evacuate an entire beach. <laughs> <laughs> that's my. Christian Bale Batman. Until we invade Poland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no. The, uh, the idea of like of like downfall. Nazi as Joker. Perf- uh, yeah, <laughs> but Hitler is the Joker. <laughs> oh no. Anyway, sorry, that made me this needs to happen. Uh, the other piece of news: uh, the writer strike didn't happen. They were figured that out. Then. Oh, that's right. So, yeah. 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 Always good. Yeah, I like when. Time. I like when writer strikes don't happen. Darn, yeah. I wanted chaos. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it would have been awful if it happened. So Yeah. When, uh, when writer strikes that's, happens. That's what Michael Bay blames uh, Transformers 2 on. Really? Because I just blame racism. I thought he wrote Transformers 2. No, he, he, no, no, no. He no. doesn't know how to write. Well, no, yeah, that's so, what I was saying. That's why it didn't work. <laughs> no. So Kurtzman and Orsi wrote 2. And then there's that other guy who's a complete hack and a shitbird. Oh, you mean and, Aaron Kruger? Yes. And so he came on and did like another pass on that script. Okay. And introduced all of the shit that's terrible. Okay. Um, and then, uh, unfortunately, Michael Bay said they wrote it in three weeks. Yeah. Unfortunately, that surprised me. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Ryan, movie fun fact: I have never seen Transformers too. Oh, it's super racist. Yeah. Uh, it's the worst of the Transformers films. What happened? What's to- a good one? Uh oh! One is actually good. One and mm. four are incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, four, four incredible. Is not incredible. Uh, I'm a huge Michael Bay apologist. I, I four. Dude, I, I have too. so much fun with. Four I has all the ingredients for a you good Michael Bay incredible. movie. Are they uh, great? In my mind, it's incredible. I'll watch that any day of the week. Okay, right. I've seen four probably seven times. Oh my so. god! Oh wow! Nicely done. I own four. I mean, my I it's my favorite example of a of product placement in a film done horribly. Uh, when Mark Wahlberg oh. ca- crashes his spaceship into a Budweiser car. And then you see a shot of all the Budweiser also conveniently on ice on the highway, like just sweeping <laughs> against it. And then he gets out of his car. The Budweiser uh, truck driver goes, what the hell, man? Mark Wahlberg picks up a Budweiser, opens it on the door of the truck, and goes, I need a Bud. And then just drinks it and walks away. <laughs> it's the best example. <laughs> I feel like I must have blacked out. It's, like, it's I incredible. I don't remember that at all. I'm going to watch that. I no, have... the best product placement in a movie ever is in Kung Pao. When they're walking yes. by and they go, Taco Bell, Taco Bell, product placement, product Taco, placement Bell. Bell, Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, um, Ryan, uh, just so you know, I own all four of them. You can borrow them anytime you want. Oh, okay. Yeah. I might be asleep that week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm very excited for Transformers <laughs> oh, that, Five. That was really good. Oh, the last yeah. night. I like last the fatality night. in Where number Anthony three. Hopkins is kind of just like oh, when he pulls the, the spine out lines yeah. for no reason. Mm, what do wait. they mean? I can't Pretty wait. Good, yeah. I hope he ends up being a robot. I hope so too. If Anthony Hopkins, if it's a movie, not just where cars turn into robots and fight, but where Anthony Hopkins Anthony turns into Hopkins a robot, in disguise. Because they introduced that in the second one, but they never did it again. I know. I know. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Isabel Lucas or whatever her name was. Yeah. Yep, Hot Isabel girl Lucas. number four turned into a uh, dress yeah. war at one point. Fun fact, yeah. I, fun fact, I met her at a screening of my short film Twombly in L.A. Fucking oh, Twombly. Cool. Yeah. He found a way, man. He found a way. Found Every a way. episode. Seven, Every fucking episode. Seven degrees of Twombly. <laughs> 299 hmm. instances. <laughs> I, I, I watched Casablanca this week. You know what else is in black and white? <laughs> <laughs> Pretentious uh, piece of shit 20 minute film <laughs> Oh man oh, Anyway Cool Do you have any other news <laughs> uh, I didn't find anything That was worth mentioning so okay. we got I was listening to the radio On the way in Radio you say Well <laughs> <laughs> There's a poster For the new uh, Blade Runner But it's a poster Yeah it's a poster What can you do The trailer comes out tomorrow Yeah uh-huh. Yeah uh-huh. there's a There's a teaser There's a teaser teaser For the teaser uh, oh. That comes out tomorrow Neat I made the oh. mistake Of admitting online That I've never seen Blade Runner <laughs> And I saw it's not a like, mistake, man, because now people can hold your feet to the fire between now and October 6th to make sure you fucking is... do. <laughs> you have Coming from a guy who months. went to film school has never seen one of the greatest science fiction films of all time. <laughs> oh. Which version should I watch again? The one of four? Cut. No, just start with the final cut. Okay. It's the correct cut. Just okay. watch all of them. I mean, like it's you can. I, I think you it's can get. Interesting to watch. I think the Blu-ray is only like ten bucks with all the cuts on it. Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. thing I found out. No, it's not. It's twenty-six bucks. <laughs> I will lend it to you. Uh, but the password is foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> no, the password is the Wi-Fi password. We already know this. Yes. Foreskin is the safety word. <laughs> uh, that's a cable guy joke. Any cable yeah, guy yeah, fans here? Thank yeah. you. Uh, no, I forgot. It's been a while. Uh-huh. Uh, cable guy is really great if you watch it again. Because literally, his uh, Jim's, Jim Carrey has a speech at the end where he's basically explaining what's happening right now. Yeah. Mm. So it's... Ben Stiller, always ahead of his time. I just love its appreciation for the Star Trek fight music. Um, I, I do like that. that or the Menendez brother trial parody. Oh my god, my trim brother's been shot. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was an Asian gang or something. They were singing <laughs> another language. I'm pretty sure it was Asian. <laughs> <laughs> that chilling 911 call. <laughs> cool. Uh, yep. Ryan, what do we do next? DVDs and Blu-rays. DVD releases and Blu-rays. What about beta tapes? Nope. They don't make those anymore. It's silly. Guys. I did find out. <laughs> you know, you can get uh, Awesome Mix Volume Two in cassette off Amazon. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Nice. <laughs> uh, speaking of thing, nope. There's no segue here. Uh, Fifty Shades Darker. Uh, yeah. There's no way to segue between Awesome and Fifty Shades Darker. Uh, so when you saw th- that with uh, your girlfriend afterwards, you're like, "Oh, that movie's so hot." No, <laughs> I believe her first. The first thing she said was, "I've never seen you laugh that hard." <laughs> I thought something was wrong. Well, it, it, in fairness to Brooks, you had to be in the theater when me and James could not stop laughing when he showed up after his helicopter <sighs> crashed. Oh, it was so good. So uh, the funniest movie of the year so far. <laughs> I mean, genuinely, the most, the hardest I have laughed. <laughs> I, I will cherish until the day I die the moment when Ryan and I are sitting in the theater and the helicopter goes down and we looked at each other like, yes. 
Yes. I have willed him to death. <laughs> like, I, I, it just in sitting here and hating on this movie. And me and James are so ignorant and dense, we forgot that there's still another movie coming out. Right. But we're like, I, but, it happened. But for a moment, man, there was hope. There was. <laughs> I was like, if you really want to hear one of the best reviews that has ever happened on this show, it's your guys' review of Fifty Shades Darker. It's pretty great. Yeah. Um, and what's even better is this version is unrated. Oh, in my four God. 4K. God. I thought you were going to say 4D for a second. I was like, no, that would be great. Yeah. <laughs> you can fast forward and rewind. <laughs> you can see. Uh, when you're laughing too hard, you can just skip right to the sex so that you can get bored again. <laughs> just content. Does it have five stars on Amazon? It has four. It, it, <laughs> it's so hard there are 118 it's, reviews. It's, it's exactly like I said the first one. It's a movie about sex that is not sexy at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I have heard. After shaking the world back in 2015, Fifty Shades of Grey returns with its sequel, Fifty Shades Darker. After I was really excited to see the movie adaptation for this part because it was the best book, in my opinion, of the series, and the trailers made it seem very close to the original source. But I was afraid there needs to be a comma but, <laughs> but i was afraid because the Is first movie e. was pretty loyal to the book <laughs> alan ramirez i went to the midnight showing of the movie and it didn't disappoint it <laughs> didn't disappointing yes darker that was e. L. james <laughs> darker in quotes is a big improvement from the first movie delivering the strength the same strength, a pretty nice adaptation that stays loyal to the original source almost all of the time and delivers the thrills and romance we were all expecting. If you loved the book, you won't be disappointed. Hey, English major, how does those reviews sit with you? It sounds like four senses that just transitioned into each other. <laughs> yes. In a weird way, it sounds like it's coming from like a foreign person, like coming off the boat. Like, dude, like I, I like your country. <laughs> oh, God. I'm for sure place. going to watch it again in the theaters. That's why those movies make $150 million. Five right stars. Yeah. Read one more, please. I, I, I... <laughs> uh, uh... <laughs> I loved it. It is definitely better than the first movie. No. <laughs> Have no. you even seen the first movie? No. You don't need to. <laughs> well, it, good news, though. Uh, this week, Fifty Shades of Grey is also coming out on 4K. Uh, so if you want to complete your 4K collection of garbage, uh, you can. Yep. <laughs> Remember every line of dialogue in the movie was a question? I don't know, because I laughed through most of it. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Because I want to. Why are you asking me that? <laughs> I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Most of the dialogue is, I know you are, but what? Yeah. Uh, I am rubber and you are glue. <laughs> Whatever you love bounces off me and sticks to you. Anyway, uh, Heat is also getting a Blu-ray release this week, and it says hey, it's it's like a director's edition or something i don't know watch heat it's cool i yeah. still think it's kind of overrated that scene at the end is really good yeah yeah it's too long yep. and i don't care about a dining scene between robert de niro and al pacino 
but the last scene is there's awesome. there's a there's a cool uh tom hiddleston where he plays both parts you can watch online oh uh, one of his talk show appearances yeah it's pretty great uh there's also some so there's a uh, some like older movies that are getting uh, Blu-ray releases this week, including The Untouchables and oh. Road to Perdition. Uh-huh. Um, oh yeah, it's a it's a it's a really cool cover for Road to Perdition. Uh, they're re-releases because they, they look like they're steel books. Are they steel books? I don't think they're steel books. I think they're like, uh, I think they're like those cheap versions where they give you like a kind of cool cover and then they put it for like seven dollars. And, and it's like a slip cover. You take off the slip cover. Yes, and my Castaway. Yes, 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 exactly. Like they always do that with Castaway. Um. <laughs> Yeah, exactly like that. Um, Orange is the New Black, the fourth season is on Blu-ray this week. Uh, so if you don't have Netflix for some reason, you can buy that. Uh, the World Series, Game 7 or something. You can watch that. Anyway, uh, now we're into the good stuff. Ooh. Making Contact, a.k.a. Joey, which is an old Roland Emmerich movie that I someone is releasing this. I don't know if it's Screen Factory or what, um, but it looks like... It's some kind of fancy release. I thought Making Contact um, was a weird alternative. I don't know. The, the TV series Joey about Joey from Friends. Simon Pegg in the Fantastic or a Fantastic Fear of Everything, which has been out before, I think. Yeah, but this is this is a Shout Factory release of it. Oh, okay. Shout Select. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, Shout Select. Um, which is I don't know why they don't just call it Shout Factory, like because they don't use uh, the shop because remember their shout select is like loaded with special features so it's like their uh top of the line blu-rays yeah but the shout s- like roadhouse they don't use the shout factory name for anything anymore um, well but it's it's supposed to be like the genre version of criterion yeah uh anyway arrow is putting out i think it's arrow yeah arrow is putting out brain damage uh which is an okay cover it's not great um it's a headache from hell is the uh, is the tagline on that one. <laughs> oh, man, uh, I have a headache from hell. <laughs> Zach, you'll be excited to know that Serial Mom is coming out this yeah. week. I have that coming, too. It's my favorite uh, John Waters movie. We all need some John Waters in our lives, guys. Do we? No, yes. but that's my favorite John Waters movie. <laughs> really? Yeah. Mine's, mine's probably Crybaby. Love Crybaby. Good oh, that coming too. Good news, everyone. Uh, Psycho's coming to Blu-ray this week. But uh, no, 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 not that Psycho, but the the remake from Gus Van Dant. So if you want that one, I have that coming because I I saw it in theaters and I remember not liking it too much. Right. But I'm interested. Yeah. You know, because yeah. it's one. I remember when I was watching it in theaters and they, Vince Vaughn plays uh, Norman. Norman Bates, and it's hard unless you're Freddie Highmore stepping into. Uh, Anthony Perkins shoes. If you haven't yeah. seen Bates Motel, watch Bates Motel. It's amazing. Um, and I just remember seeing like the shower scene, and Vince Vaughn is like six three, you know, two hundred and twenty pounds, like yeah. a built dude. So when he comes in as supposed to be Norma Bates, you're like, what? Yeah. Like yeah. you can tell right away that even though I'm guessing most people have seen know the twist, yeah. but still, it just doesn't yeah. seem right. You need to like a more of a slight guy. Yeah, agreed. But there should be some pretty interesting special features on that blu-ray so i'm hoping i don't know it's not one of their collector's editions and sometimes those ones they put like just the trailer on it i'm just gonna assume that this last one is an asylum release because i haven't (laughs) i haven't seen a title like this in a while it's limited Uh, edition dude (laughs) but uh american mummy the curse is unearthed is out this week which is very clearly that's what movie you're missing you're missing tom cruise's mummy what oh Uh, is that the week that i'm gone oh okay oh cool or not cool but whatever 
Um, no, it's cool. You're doing. You're having going to California. That's fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um, but if you saw Tom Cruise in California and he was running on the beach, <gasps> oh my god, dude. I'll die. I'll die. <laughs> I know he has a house in Malibu. So if you see Tom Cruise running on the beach, I'll you die. Fucking film that. I'll die. No, I can't. I'll die. <laughs> I was um, trying to get him to say, uh, "You're listening to Real Travis, but you couldn't be able to keep up. You'd be oh, too fast." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll just look at him. I'll be like, oh, "He wants to get there." <laughs> the other day at work, <laughs> I was so tired, and it was like four thirty in the morning. So someone has supercut all the scenes of Tom Cruise running in all his movies. It's like 20 minutes long. Yeah, and then yeah. there's one where he's running backwards in all his movies. It's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty great. Uh, but yeah, this is one of those like, hey, sneak this onto the... Which I don't even know how it works anymore because no one's going into a blockbuster and going, oh, with that mummy movie with Tom Cruise is at and accidentally renting this. Yeah. People still buy them, though. I guess so. Because that's why they still make them. Oh, like Redbox. Like, that still happens. Oh, yeah. Well, or maybe if you put it on Amazon, people will rent it thinking yeah, that they're going to get it. I see that. That cover makes me want to watch Walmart. Red Perdition. Oh, yeah. No, I Red, love Red, 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 Perdition. Red Perdition's awesome. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's what's coming out on Blu-ray this week. Awesome. Oh, and good news. you I, I forgot to mention this. If you, if you want to save some money, you can get both the Fifty Shades of Grey and Fifty Shades Darker 4Ks in a collector set together. You well, didn't say that. We've already pre-ordered them. But wouldn't you want to wait until <laughs> yeah, Fifty Shades Freed? I mean, the truth is I want them in separate editions so that that way they take up more, more room on my shelf. Well, also, it's like, I mean, come on, just wait I want the them, third one. I want them to stand... Yeah, I want the complete trilogy. I want them to stand out in my collection. There is a... Oh, you know, if my movie news just for me. There is this uh, big rumor going around on the comic book movie websites yep. that re- they're releasing all the Spider-Mans in 4K, but they're releasing them with... All of them? Yeah. Like so all like, five of them? Yeah, so the first one's called The Origins or something stupid, and then it's whatever the amazing. They're like sep- you can buy them separately or all together. Sure, but they're all coming with brand new special features, Ooh. and in the case of Amazing Spider-Man Two, of something like seventy minutes of deleted scenes. Oh Jeez. wow! And uh, so it's like the big because th- it's been listed on like some European website and it was taken down really fast. Ooh. So I mean, so it'll be the fifth time I've bought in Sam Raimi's Spider-Man's on Blu-ray. Because <laughs> that's fair. They came out originally uh, with oh, no just special on feature. Blu-rays. You're saying yes, th- with no special features, and then they released. Oh, I guess before times. Oh yeah, yeah. Because so, when they when they first start when when they. When they launched like Blu-ray with the uh, Spider-Man Three, yeah. So the Spider-Man Three had lots of special features, but the first but you didn't have any. The first two were garbage, yeah. And then they re-released them with horrible artwork. But I'm like, well, now they yeah, just the faces. Yeah, but now awful. they ported over all the special features, so I got that. And then they re-released them again in a sweet, like little thin cardboard one, but it had Spider-Man's face on it, and it was mm. like raised and embossed. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Now I'll be buying it again. Awesome. That like. Well, it was just like forty minutes of extra footage, like, I, like yeah, it was like forty, like I heard seventy minutes, like that. I mean, because like the reason why is I'm sure like they're gonna put that in like the sequels they're gonna make, but mm-hmm. like, now they're not gonna make them. Might as well throw yeah, because like, well, remember they Shailene Woodley was Mary Jane. Oh yeah, you're right. I forgot and about they that. They took yeah. that whole plot out. Did they actually film that stuff? I yeah, no, yeah. Oh, okay. I've seen like photos of like her on set. So. Oh. and the one they put like four deleted scenes, I think, on the Blu-ray, and one was Peter's dad's alive, and it's awful. Blah. Yeah, he meets him, like, at his grave. Oh, yes. And it's supposed to be really cool, and you're like, no, it's not. Why are you fucking with this? Yeah. Oh, and James, did, did you see the n- other set of Spider-Man and the Shocker action figures? Oh. They're, like, no. they're like little four-inch ones, but it's, like, the comic book Shocker and comic book Spider-Man. When we're it's... done, i got to go show you the one, because it's, oh, it's in the other room. It's so cool. Oh, man. I was so excited when I was walking through the Toys R Us, and all of a sudden there was a Shocker toy. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I, I, have to, I have to spend money on this. It was so good. And, there, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I just can't figure out how I want to pose him. 
uh, in the most shocking position you can think of. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Make 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 sure your shelf trebles. Trebles yeah. is a shake thing. I I, I understand. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. This is good. Maybe it's time to turn up the bass. <laughs> you might ooh, be quite ooh. surprised. Uh, Shit. Well, <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of these dials. This joke would be great if I understood this board better. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. What are we doing next? Oh, uh, hey, wait, do we have a art house asshole this week? Oh, I was gonna say it for when it's like what we've been watching, but oh, okay. So, Dude, oh, hey, what we've been can watching? I, can, I, <laughs> can I play the role of Brad Haig and do what's going on around town? Of course. It's going around town with Zach this week because Brad's filming a movie in the mountains. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't even think about this, but let me load it really quickly. I'm oh, for well, God damn it. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, you're doing it exactly the way that Brad does it. Yeah, yeah, but my Fandango actually works better than Brad's because for some reason Brad's phone sucks. This guy. Wait, wait, tire. What? He's got a tire, a runaway tire. <gasps> Okay, so uh, for uh, what's going on around town, uh, the lineup for the uh, drive-in is going to be the same Holdover Guardians, Beauty and the Beast, and um, Fast and Furious 8. That's a really good list. Um, you're not going to like what's going to be playing at the Esquire for Friday, May 12th and 13th. May 13th. Will I like Twin it? Twin Peaks Fire Walk With Me. <laughs> oh, what a piece of shit. And I yeah. like Twin Peaks, but I don't like Fire Walk With Me, so uh. I will not be going to that. And, uh, <laughs> yes. So, yeah, that's what's going around. King. Even, like, one of his eyes is, like, winking. He's like, I know, it's weird. I feel like they just used the head off of a, de- uh, off of a Deadpool toy for, for the shocker. They just, like, colored it differently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he has lots of articulation. Oh, he, it's an awesome figure. Like, even his wrists move like this. Yeah, uh, I have a shocker. Uh, which is really great for the listeners. His from, wrists move like this. <laughs> I have it from the Spectacular Spider Man line. And his gauntlets are too heavy, so I can never put him on because he just tips over every time. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I hate his knee pads. Yeah. That, that seems weird. But uh, I do. Oh, that's sweet. Uh, but I also have one from Heroclix where he's like this bit, you know, like the little. I don't even know how to play it, but it's like a card game. Yeah. So I got <laughs> him from Heroclix, Man Wolf, and uh, Man. some other like goofy. Everyone's favorite character, Man Wolf. Goofy Spider Man villain. Oh, the Rocket Racer. Oh, they did have a. Uh, they had a uh, Morbius the Living Vampire uh, in this run as well. Wow. I'm going to be stopping by that Toys R Us when we leave here. You should. Cool. And my wife's gonna look at the bill. She's like, "You spent eighty dollars on Spider-Man figures." Uh, like, the, I was on the kid. It was on the kid. It was on I the kid. Like, it could have been one hundred and twenty. <laughs> <laughs> so I can complete. Who's it? Sandman is the build a figure. I know. I was gonna say like, "Hey, if you want Sandman's leg, you can have it." But then I thought, "No, you're gonna buy a shocker eventually anyway." So I'm not actually gonna. Yeah, you that's not gonna be shocking at all. <laughs> <laughs> bah, bah. <laughs> oh, he's so cool. Anyway, cool. Uh, we watch movies. These are the movies we watched. So, uh, yeah, this is the stuff we've been watching. Henry, you've been gone a long time. Yes, sir. So I'm going to start with James. Oh, okay. (laughs) Henry, what'd you watch this week? I got four months, so here we go. Uh. (laughs) No! Two Uh. hours later. (laughs) Okay, so we'll we'll just start with uh, Art House Asshole just to get out of the way. Uh. I love Art House movies. You can call me 
Mr. Asshole. Uh, the film this week for Our House Asshole is Timbuktu. Uh, it is a film from Mali, Africa. Oh, cool. Uh, it's a... Uh, I mean, you can read my full thoughts on it on realistpodcast.com. But um, basically, it's... The concept of it is it's like a slice-of-life kind of film in this like kind of small town in Mali as like ISIS has already like taken it over. Oh, okay. And then it's like, well, the people that live there, like, what are they going to do? How do they live their lives now that this has happened? Which sounds like an interesting concept. The most boring film on the planet. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, no. I found that happens a lot in foreign films is they're really boring. I mean, it's like, it's, yeah. Um, oh, damn. It's damn it very, runs. very well shot. Like, it, in, in terms of technicality, it's very well done. Like, it's like the shots are beautiful. There's a lot of, uh, like, long, kind of wa- extremely wide shots. Really, they really take advantage of, like, the location they have. Uh, I remember it was nominated for Best Foreign Film in 2014. Uh, and uh, I think, like, based on Rotten Tomatoes, it was, like, the highest rated film of that year, which is shocking to me. Wow. Because, um, I mean, it's good. I mean, it's fine, but it's, like, not the best film of the year. Um, especially from my pretentious standards. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, that's Timbuktu. Uh, check it out if you're, I don't know. Um, <laughs> if you feel like... Check it out if you know you're bored. Yeah, you I mean, take yeah, a nap. If, if you're desperate for an art house film and you've already watched all the other films I've recommended, <laughs> check out Timbuktu. Um, I also watched uh, Casting John Bonet. Uh, that's uh, a Netflix oh, documentary. Yeah, uh, it's uh, if it, it, it's basically a documentary on. Uh, oh my! Um, it's a documentary on. It's hard to. They're making this movie about the murder of John Bonet, and the documentary follows the process of casting it. Um, hello. Um, I it, something that I've seen from doing this like article series, while well, just watching a lot of films. Uh, ever since The Act of Killing came out, there's been approximately a hundred copycat kind of films of, like, of like a, a film about, like, actors or trying to, f- like, looking at this, like, horrible thing, but looking at it through the eyes of an actor or through the eyes of a performance or fucking whatever. Mm-hmm. And no film has done it well except for The Act of Killing and The Look of Silence to a lesser degree. And so, and, like, it's, it just has the exact same problem as uh, uh, Kate Plays Christine, uh, where it's basically, like... This movie that they're casting for doesn't exist beyond the idea of this documentary. The documentary oh, you mean making... the John Benet Ramsey one, not yeah. Look of Silence? Okay. No, yeah, yeah I'm, talking, I'm back on this film now. Yeah. Um, I'm using that as an example of, like, they did it right. I was going to say, I thought you were starting to say bad things about Look of Silence. No, Look of Silence is really good. Uh, it's a really good deleted scenes feature of, of The Act of Killing. Right, um, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> very true. Both uh, very hard to watch. It's like a feature. A at, no, yeah. Yes. They're, they're incredible documentaries. Yes. Go watch those films. But ever since then, like, I'm, especially American documentary film uh, makers have been trying to capture that exact same thing. Yeah. This is another example of that. Uh, they're not, there's no film on John Bonet, but they're making a documentary about the casting of it. Uh, it's kind of like if you were gonna make a movie about John Bonet, yeah, and this like, is how you would maybe cast it. it. And one reason why I like this one way more than Kate plays Christine is you actually do see the film because like the documentary film crew actually makes the film and you see clips of it. Oh, uh, okay. So like, so basically, it's like you see. Uh, I'm not saying it's a good film. It's basically like it's separated into sections of like the ten people they're auditioning for the mom, the ten people they're auditioning for the dad. And so on and so forth, and them saying their id and they're all Colorado uh, like actors that oh, are not, cool. that are not like professional or anything like that, and they're all pretty much saying what they think happened, uh, like it's like all their opinions of the case, and so it kind of evolves to less about John Bonet, but more about like the idea of the perception of the people around you when something like this happens to a family. Yeah, and so you see like you see people who are like, oh no, sh- the mom didn't do it. So, uh, some people are like, oh, well, the mom clearly did it. Like all this different kind of stuff. 
Uh, and so, like, it's an interesting concept for the first 10 minutes or so, but it kind of wears its welcome pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's only 80 minutes, so it's a good, like, background kind of thing. But it's also <laughs> surprising about it is that it kind of, it becomes almost a comedy in a way. Like, just, like, the people that are, like, being, that are being auditioned, it's, it's hard to explain. Full of jokes. No, it's not that. It's, like, the character, like, their characters themselves. Like, there's one person who, like, they start, like, for the place, like, the officer. When they're auditioning the police officer, uh, like, one of the guys that's auditioning, uh, he tells his backstory of, like, he was, like, yeah, uh, I was in jail for, like, 20 years, and now I'm out, and uh, my profession is I am a sex educator at night, which means he works in a sex dungeon. Um, and then it'll cut to the other people, and they're like, having like, they're doing like, oh, why I think about John Bonet? And they'll come back to him, and like, so whipping a woman usually goes like this, and like that kind of thing. Like, and so, like, that's why I mean, like, we're like, wow. the, the people are like interesting characters. Okay. And like, it's, you can tell the document, like, the editor edited it to include them for that reason. Yes. And so yeah. that's why I mean, it evolves to be kind of like a comedy. <laughs> That's weird. Uh, it's uh, it's okay. It's not great, but uh, it's know, a Netflix original. So you know what I want in my documentaries about murdered children? Jokes about whipping women. Yeah, it's 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 weird. Um, it's I'm not saying it's good, yeah. but it's it's of that kind of subgenre of right. mediocre filmmaking. Uh, it's it's one of the better ones. Uh, I also watched Colossal. Uh, Hell yeah. Uh, Colossal is actually, I mean, technically on Letterboxd it's considered a 2016 release, but if it was considered 2017, it's probably my favorite of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was blown away by it. I loved every single moment of it. Uh, yeah, I just really, really liked it. Yeah. Um, I think, like, without giving away, like, the, I don't know if it's a twist, but, like, the plot of evolution of it. Uh, yes. I think it's handled really, really, really well. Yeah. Um, and the way, well, no, yeah, no, the, the way they did the marketing helps a lot. No, yeah, definitely. I mean, that was one of those, my parents uh, went and saw it this last week, and, uh-huh. I tried really hard to make sure that they didn't know anything going in. I'll also say that, like, I knew about it going in because I was talking to my friend in New York who's no longer my friend. And I uh, was just going to say. And he said, oh, have you seen Colossal yet? And I was like, oh, no, not yet. He goes, which is a super interesting commentary on this. And I was like, oh, I didn't know it was about that. And then my yeah. son, I was like, oh, it's about that. And so. Yeah. Well, uh, but, at, least, at least he didn't say, there's a great scene where X happens that's and true. you didn't yeah. expect that. I did absolutely avoid that kind of stuff after I found out about it. So I think, but like, knowing like that plot evolution, you see certain things in the first quarter of the film, or the first yes. third, that like you wouldn't notice otherwise. Right, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I thought it was just really well done. I, it also like one of those things like, I, will, I hope Jason Sudeikis gets more roles. Because yeah. I think he's really, really good in it. Yeah. And I think like he can be a great actor if he's given stuff to do. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, We're the yeah. Millers too. Yeah, can't wait. Um <laughs> it actually you you mentioned that it's actually happening. Um uh so anyway, um another film I watched is uh, Small Crimes, which uh it's considered a 2017 release. It is my number one film of the year so far. I'm not expecting it to stay there very long. Um Small Crimes is a Netflix original film. Okay. Uh it's like a uh it's a southern gothic film. Uh, basically, it's about this guy who uh, is released from prison uh, in the beginning of the film, and it's like kind of revealed that like he was in prison for like he was a cop, and then he kind of betrayed the force, and so he went to and, and so I th- it's like basically I think if I remember correctly, it's basically like he killed another cop, and that's why he went to prison, and now he's being released, uh, and uh, or he had something to do. He, it's never really revealed exactly what happened, but something dark really happened in his past, and he went to prison for that purpose, and so he's been released, and so now he's kind of viewed on this town as like this traitor to the entire town sure but you get kind of revealed that like he's actually just the fall man for it uh and uh it was more of like and one of my one of my issues with the film is that is kind of convoluted in a way uh but there are like definitely issues with it where it's just uh 
And so basically, the, the film evolves into being like one of the other cops comes to him and says, "Like, listen, the only person that could snitch on the entire department because of what happened and what he f- went to prison for is this one guy. You need to figure out how to kill this one guy." Mm. And so the film is about him trying to figure out how to kill this guy and not be caught and go to prison again for it. Sure. And so that's what the film ends up being. Uh, it stars a whole bunch of D-list television actors. Um, <laughs> where it's like it's like everyone. Oh, is Matthew Fox in there? No, he's oh. C-list. Um, but oh, like, um, yeah, that's nice. I see, like, it's, like, people that, like, everyone in the film I've seen before, but I don't know from what, and I don't know their <laughs> names. So, Gary Cole is the most famous person that I recognize in it, so. Oh, yeah. So, uh. uh my mom's friends with his wife. Oh. My mom, like, grew up with his wife. Oh, really? Gary oh, Cole. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's in it. He's really good. But it's just, like, uh, Southern Gothic, so it's kind of, it's funny in a way. It's a really, really dark comedy, I will say. Oh, okay, cool. Where it's, like, not funny. Um, is it, like, Weatherman not funny? No, it's like, it's it's a dark comedy in the way that No Country for Old Men is a comedy. <laughs> so, like, oh yeah, oh you sure. mean so it's not one? Yeah, um, <laughs> it's that level of like there's comedy to it, but yeah. it's like extremely dark. But it's not like small. It's but it's not like yeah. very bad things dark. So yeah, it's not Raising Arizona. That's not a dark comedy at all. But um, that's just a comedy. Um. <laughs> But yeah, it's like by it's a very special type type of film. Uh, it's currently my number one. I'm seeing Logan Noir like next week, and I'm predicting that to be turned to my number one instead. Um, but yeah, that's how it yeah, At the end of the year, will you specifically put Logan, but in black and white on your well, list? Well, like here's my thing about Logan because currently my number two. Yeah. Um, I saw it. I've only seen it once because I'm a poor college student, and when I, I went in thinking it was going to be an X Men film. And then I walked out being like, that was hella depressing, and I don't know how I feel about this. I but know exactly. I, <laughs> but I also know that like, if I go in again knowing that it's going to be depressing, I'm yeah. going to appreciate it a lot more. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, Once I see it again yeah. at the Logan Noir screening, then I'll be like, okay, that's number one. You so. should you should have just known when Shane happened, man. Well, yeah, I know. Once, once like, the Shane scene happened, you should have been like, Yeah, but oh, like, I was like, when's the fun going to happen? And then... It's not. And then, spoiler alert, <laughs> they all die. And so I was like... The fun happens is when... Professor X has a, a, a breakdown, and uh, Logan's walking through the, like the motel room, like in slow motion, oh, so and good. stabbing people in the head. Oh, it's so good! Oh, yeah, yeah. The fun happens when he stabs people in the head. Mm-hmm. It's oh, great. Boy. But yeah, so good. Uh, well, good. I also, I also watched Legion. Uh, oh, I'm not done with. Oh it yeah, yet. I'm, I'm, I'm three episodes in. No one spoil it for me. So <laughs> I, I can't. I haven't started it at all yet. It's it so good? good. It's so good. I'm, right. I, I love it so much. Shit. All right. It's one of the things like I've recommended to people who are not into X Men because you don't really need to be. It's not really part of the universe. Yeah. You just know good. that mutants exist. Sure. And so it's all I want. Uh, but yeah, it's it's really 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 good. It's also one of the things. It's edited really really interestingly. Okay. Uh, I'm in episode three. I don't understand what's happening, <laughs> but it's one of those like you're in the mindset of this main character who's insane. And ah. so you're, you, he doesn't understand it, and you don't understand it, and that's why. So you're seeing okay. it through an insane person's eyes. And so, okay. But it's really, really well done, I think. Uh, cool. And then I rewatched Boogie Nights, which I loved. Uh, yep. I, I forgot yep. how good that film was. Yep. Uh, Man, that is a good one. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Um, and then finally I rewatched Be Kind Rewind, so, uh, which oh. I really like it as well. Man, so. I haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. So. Cool. Cool. Yeah, and that's what I watched this week. Sweet. Nice. James, I ain't got much. Uh, I'm still uh, catching up on This Is Us, and that show was really good this season, man. Um, so I'll, I mean, I'll probably nominated. Be, yeah, I'll probably get like be fully caught up here in the next week. Um, 
So, yeah, other than that, I don't think I have, I have watched much else. Wow, that's anticlimactic. I know, yeah. Zach? Are they um, still us? <laughs> they're so us. Spoiler alert. Oh, my goodness. Totally us. Oh. Every um, now and then something happens on that show, and I'm just like, ah, oh, this is, like, how can it be this, like, saccharine and this good at the same time? Like, you, how you just am finish I... something, you're like, that is them. So, <laughs> <laughs> Who's on first uh, again? It's it's great. Um, I watched a couple things. Um, so uh, Amazon Prime always provides me the opportunity to uh, re- uh, rewatch some stuff as well as cut- catch up on stuff I've never even heard of. So I rewatched Manchester by the Sea because um, they finally allowed it to stream. You shouldn't have. Uh, uh, Do you see fences yet? No. <laughs> what are you doing, James? He's doing a little ditty. I, I still got brandy stuck in my head. I, I, I mean, I because you know when I do my what we've been watching, I need background mm-hmm. music. It was stipulated in the contract. Yeah, there needs some kind of white noise. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it goes with the theme. While something else is happening, uh, there's music and someone dancing. So. Yeah. So, um, but like Drax, if I look at him, <laughs> he stops. And then I look away and keep dancing. <laughs> so anyway, you watched uh, Manchester um, by I the watched, Sea. I rewatched Manchester by the Sea again. Uh, I'm still reaffirmed that I love Lucas Hedges' performance. But yeah, I've, so I've seen that film now three times because I saw Jesus. it twice in theaters. Jesus. Um, <laughs> I'm pretentious. I'm not that pretentious. That's a lot of just quiet. <laughs> that's a lot of sitting there and waiting for it to end. <laughs> oh, wow, Henry. Man, did you I not mean, like that movie at all? No, I liked it, but I'm just like... That's an almost three-hour-long movie about some guy being sad. <laughs> like, <laughs> and by the end, he's still sad. Yeah, there's no resolution. Everyone's still sad. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, uh, sad or no sad, um, I still love Lucas Hedges' performance, but as I've now been able to see this film three times and really grasp it, um, I haven't. so I haven't seen Fences yet, but based on what you guys have said, the parallels are kind of similar to a degree. No. In terms of like... <laughs> no, in terms of like... <laughs> A terrible thing happens that triggers a bunch of shit. Nope, that's literally what you said. In no, 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 explosion. no, no. What I then said. Re, then reaffirm what you said. What I said was that they are uh, the 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 bad things that happen in fences are realistic everyday people things. Right. Where whereas of- whereas in in Manchester by the Sea, the bad things that happen are like they are cartoonish. Are, are yes, are a like. Godzilla stepped on my family <laughs> while they were on fire and they were having an affair with me and they were also aliens the whole time. Uh, spoiler like, alert for Manchester. Holy shit. You have to like, say the exact. You, didn't say the, you shouldn't have said the exact thing that happens in the film. Yeah. So that's what I was trying to get at. Yes. Was yeah. that the, the incident that triggers the story is not, or at least character motivation, Yeah. is... As I've watched it three times, I've just come to the conclusion that, yeah, that's sad, but it's also, like, uber convenient. <laughs> yes. Uber convenient. Yes. Um, and I'm not going to tell you what it is. Like, you really do have to see it because it is a big spoiler in the movie, technically. But right. Because, like, yeah. not not in terms of, like, what what it is, but, like, it's the it's the main motivation for why Casey Affleck... Yeah. Is sad. Yeah. It's why, yeah. Casey Epic is sad because it would have been he great. wasn't looking and Godzilla ate his whole family while they were on vacation, while they all had brain cancer, <laughs> while their brains were also on fire. And you're like, wait, wait, 
Bah! So which is worse, the brain cancer or the brain being on fire? <laughs> That's why it's so bad. Because um, you're like, man, even if I didn't have brain cancer, I would still, still be, be on, on brain fire. fire. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. Um, but it doesn't, but even even though it is like uber convenient, it doesn't detract from my enjoyment of the film, especially the because... The performances are so good. Yeah, especially no, because really well of Lucas Hedges yeah. and... Michelle Williams and Casey. Yeah. Um, so, um, but yeah, so that was interesting. Um, I started watching a documentary series on where Henry lives because I wanted to find out how violent it was. Chicago? No. Um, oh. New York. Oh. <laughs> um, and um, no, I watched Chirac <laughs> three weeks ago, buddy. <laughs> Spoiler alert, Chirac's not that good. Um, it's okay. Yeah, it's a Spike Lee film. <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, he so really I'm watching, like white people. So I'm watching a documentary called New York, a documentary by Rick Burns, Ken Burns' younger brother. <laughs> There's a family. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and he has to live with that his whole life. Who are you? I'm Rick Burns. Ken Burns. Oh, you mean like, don't you brother. mean Ken Burns? No. <laughs> <laughs> They're all born in utero with a camera inside. <laughs> what do you do? Oh, I make documentaries. Oh, I've never heard of you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Made a, not, a movie on Coney Island. That's great. Did you make the movie about the Civil War? <laughs> no. <laughs> He's just like drunk at a bar every night. My brother's Ken Burns. <laughs> um, but his documentary is like so. Um, uh, so New York so far, it chronicles the history from the moment. The this Dutch... is all on Amazon Prime. Yep. Is there literally like a section on Amazon Prime? Like. Ken Burns. No, yeah. but like PBS yes. or docuseries <laughs> or something like that. Like literally Google or not Google, Amazon search Ken Burns and just and the limited. Oh, I mean, Amazon I'm not going to do it. I'm just wondering if there's li- a Ken well, Burns. <laughs> I know, but for any listener who would want to, limited to Prime Video, you get the list of what's available. I like his baseball stuff. The baseball one is available. Hmm. Um, but um, so but the, so the New York documentary series is really cool. It covers the like so far what I'm up to is the year 1935. So, um, uh, so, so far the depression's starting to kick in and whatnot. Um, but what was interesting was like the, I didn't know like the very pre-colonial history of New mm-hmm. York. So that was interesting. And they elaborate on one of my favorite stories about New York, which is the draft riots. Um, cause I'm a big fan of this movie called gangs in New York that came mm, out. A couple that's years depressing. Ago. Yeah. I turned that one off once. Okay. You're a sad human being. Um, <laughs> the first, I remember when Cameron really Diaz good. tries to have an accent in that movie. The f- yeah. The fifth, if the first half is really good. That's good. Because that's um, the part I watched. But anyway, um, so uh, and then I also watched another Rick Burns movie called um, Coney Island, which is about the history of Coney Island. And uh, I didn't realize they electrocuted elephants uh, the what? way that so they, there's it was there's a footage. Time. Yeah, it was, <laughs> <laughs> this is how we have fun. So basically, it, the the way they describe it in the story is that there's this elephant, but it was an aggressive elephant like, that was part of the show aspect of Coney Island. And they had to get rid of it, and they, at one point they tried to hang it, but that didn't wait, work. <laughs> what? Wait, yeah. so, wait. So I'm their not first, joking. <laughs> no. Their first like thought was, well, we should probably hang it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, how, it's how we get rid of everything else here in New York. <laughs> so what? they, But that didn't work. Hmm. Nope. So they found a way to, uh, I guess, like tie like uh, electric current, uh, ele- cords with electric current. Poison, current. gun. <laughs> Large knife. They, oh, it's funny. So they tried doing it with poison, and he just kept resisting the poison. You know, more they, poison. <laughs> like, are they aware that there is a gun called the elephant gun, specifically made for killing elephants? Like, 
Uh, oh, oh, oh. They're just carnies from Coney Island, man. They don't know. That's true. That's very Drop true. Drop it in the ocean. <laughs> yeah. It's they're right either, there. Just push stop it. Stop feeding it. <laughs> There's a lot of ways you can kill this elephant, but you go to hanging for the first thing. This, like, this week on How to Kill an Elephant. It's like, it's like they had like... Like they were like, I just really want to hang something. What could, what could I possibly hang? They're like, hey, we need to kill us. Hey, hanging. Let's hang it. Like, Saw type murder machine. <laughs> so what they do, so what they do is they like they find a way to electrocute. Make it, it fight a rhinoceros. <laughs> but then you have two animals. You got it. What do you do with the rhinoceros then? Electrocute it. Hang the rhinoceros. Like. The noose, but the noose grabs onto his horn. <laughs> That's not how nooses work. <laughs> I'm just, put I'm, the I'm, elephant I'm, in a large yeah. freezer. <laughs> Alright, so we gotta build a giant freezer so we can put this elephant in it. <laughs> build a, throw it in a giant incinerator, I guess. Uh, a series of thrown rocks at its head. Why are we trying to figure out how to kill an elephant? <laughs> I don't know. The poachers all over the world can do it. Why can't we? Was it George Orwell who wrote an uh, uh, adaptation of this? <laughs> yes, George Orwell's lesser famous book, How to Kill Fucking Elephants. <laughs> I was say, you forgot to mention it was the pigs that were running the carnival that were trying to electrocute the elephant. <laughs> I don't oh, know. I haven't read Animal anyway, Farm forever. But uh, anyway, so there is footage of the elephant being electrocuted. It's actually kind of shocking because the, the elephant immediately goes into rigor. Did. There you is footage of this elephant being electrocuted. But you said that the footage was shocking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Okay. Guys, I'm the shocker in the new a- Spider-Man movie. Spoiler alert. Um, if, if we can go back to George Orwell for a second, the other yeah. option is you could just fire it, and then it would just be at the mercy of the economy, and it would eventually uh, just die of starvation. <laughs> so that would also work. Trust me. We're going to get rid of all the elephants. It's going to be huge. <laughs> um. And then the last thing that I watched um, is I rewatched Fast Five because Ryan loaned it to me. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. Um, so Second next, best Fast and Furious movie. So what do you think is the first? Uh, Furious one? 7, obviously. Oh, oh, that reminds me. You could kill an elephant by hitting it with a safe that you're dragging with a car. That's true. <laughs> you could hang the Vin elephant, is the but elephant hunter. tie the rope to a car yeah. and then drag the elephant to death. <laughs> I wish that was the climax. That, of would be, <laughs> <laughs> that would be easier than hanging an elephant. The elephant swallowed the nuclear weapon. <laughs> if t- so not only we're we gonna have the world blow up, but it's gonna be filled with elephant guts. How do we stop it? I don't know. We gotta kill it. <laughs> In my mind, they genuinely built like a giant platform and put an elephant around a, a rope around the elephant's neck and then like dropped it, like it like an old western hanging. Yeah. <laughs> And, and then, then like, they all like, the crowd was there too, but they're all dressed in like eighteen, like, like yeah. Western gear instead of like the and standard then, time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then the rope broke because the elephant weighs two tons. Yeah, and they were like, "Oh." And in my mind, the elephant didn't even go crazy; it was just so depressed that it was just like, <laughs> "I guess I can't do that either." So garrowed it with some piano wire. Yeah, that machine from the from the end of the counselor, yeah. where it just cuts your head off. I, I, I started I opened up Pandora's box essentially, I guess. You mm. could just put a large basketball in its mouth and it would choke <laughs> to death. <laughs> they had an Sorry. basketball. Anyway, yet. I really like this game. <laughs> how to get away with elephant murder. So how is <laughs> starring how is, Viola Davis. How is Fast Five? Uh Fast Five is uh quite Quite simply, the best of the Fast and Furious movies I've ever seen. I think seen. it is, too. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, uh, it, but granted, again, I'm, and I'm trying to rectify this, I've only seen 
one, four, five, and eight. So you're good. Yeah, you've seen um, some good ones. Yeah, we'll see seven. I do, I do like seven. Six, Se- well, yeah. here's the, I say seven's the best one because I enjoy it when it makes zero sense. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, seven's the best one where the rock flexes so hard he yeah. breaks his cast. <gasps> or let's not forget the yeah. sun, like directly after that he ramps an ambulance into the air into a jet. Then yes. as the jet crashes, he picks the gun out of the jet, fires it somehow at another person. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's so good. Um, That's but, how he rolls. So, yeah, I, I I can't wait to watch six and seven. Yeah. And then They're great. Six maybe I'll six watch right. two and three. I don't know. No, you, you don't, don't need to. to. It's really that a, a, a new stunt team came on at five, and they made yeah. all of the rest of them pretty awesome. Okay. So. That's cool. And but anyway, can, that's all I watched this week. You can you can listen to a really awesome interview with them on how did this get made because they interviewed them this week. Oh, so, sweet. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't watch too much this week. I rewatched. Uh, I didn't know there was a second commentary on Jason Takes Manhattan that I never listened to. Is that the one where he's on a boat? Yep. Ah, ah, I got it right. I got it right. Yes. <laughs> it took 299 episodes. I'm, I'm out. We can retire now. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> Kellen. Kellen is so excited. <laughs> he's not gonna do it he usually does it um yeah and that one's still like silly but right it's kind of cool kane hotter is pretty interesting listening to when he does commentary and you know i'll still never understand how they went left crystal lake and ended up in the ocean um because it's on the coast Obviously, There's, well, you know, with is there a canal? Rem- called well, remember Crystal Lake Canal? <laughs> no, remember the uh, uh, Crystal Lake is the the state is actually Connecticut, so you can get into the shore there. And, yeah, you can. Uh, okay. Kind of go up to. Um, I like to for imagine, those people who don't know. Right. I like to imagine that uh, Jason takes Manhattan takes place at the same time as the Muppets take Manhattan. <laughs> 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 They're just like always turning each other's corners, not running into each other. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, because the Muppets aren't on a boat. That's also true. They never get on a boat. So. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Problem they, solved. It would have been great if the Muppets got on a boat and then Jason was there. Yeah. So yeah, it's fun. Well, they never go into the sewers, so you never see the Muppets singing in the sewers. <laughs> well, so while do, Jason, is well, the, they do go in the sewers, and Jason takes Manhattan. Yeah, they do, and Jason takes Manhattan, but not in the Muppets. Oh, okay. So in saying. the Mupp- so while Jason is being killed in the sewers. Up above them, they're going together again. <laughs> and Jason's just slaughtering the people that are controlling the Muppets. Yeah. Because <laughs> they would be below the Muppets. Yeah. See, and he's in the suit there, so. Yep. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Manhattan. Send the elephant with a sexy elephant <laughs> to Crystal Lake so that they can have sex at Crystal Lake, and then the elephant will die. With a <laughs> sexy <laughs> elephant. <laughs> yes. What in your mind is a sexy elephant? Just a lady elephant. Okay. <laughs> whatever it we don't takes, discriminate. <laughs> whatever it takes for the elephant you want to die to have sex with another elephant, and then it'll get murdered at Crystal Lake. Speaking yep. of which, you can all follow my new band on Twitter, Sexy Elephant. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright Real Nurse Podcast. Uh, and the only other thing I really watched, I mean, I've been watching a lot of The Office again. That show's really funny. Yeah. I watched my favorite episode, Gay Witch Hunt, yeah, it's so good. which I, it has my favorite Michael Scott ignorance like speech to the camera yeah where he says i would never call oscar faggy if i knew he's homosexual i mean you don't call retarded people retards you call your friends retarded when they do something stupid this <laughs> just sums up michael scott more than it's oh, so the good. most brilliant like yeah and what i love about that character is the way steve carell plays him mm-hmm. you, you know he, he he's a dick but the way steve carell plays him is you like kind of not, I don't know if understanding him is the right way, but you, 
I guess because you understand he never means to be like a bad guy. He's just stupid and ignorant. You understand him a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> when he's trying to kiss Oscar, he's like, I want you to remember this. <laughs> Wouldn't it be burned in your memory? <laughs> and then Dwight gets up to try to kiss him. <laughs> it's been a while since I've watched yeah. The Office. Oh, uh, yeah, that's that great. Uh, and uh, speaking of C. Carell, the other thing I watched from my Emily Blundathon is uh, Dan in Real Life. Oh, yeah. Ooh, which, I like I that movie, movie, actually. Which I, yeah. I saw a while ago, and I wasn't a big fan of it then, and I, I'm still indifferent on it now. It, it actually has like all the trappings of independent movies that I don't like, mm-hmm. where it's, oh, we're going to put on a talent show with our just our family. Blah. And uh, now we're going to have Jazzercise with the exotic French lady that... Well, so the story is, is uh, Steve Carell plays this guy named Dan who writes an advan- uh, advice column, and he he's a widower, and so he takes care of his three daughters, and they have a family reunion every couple years in Rhode Island. And he goes up there and he meets a, a lady at a bookstore and he flirts with her. And he hits it off. It's the first woman he's liked since his wife died. And he finds out that his brother, Dane Cook, is that's actually his girlfriend. I'm out. Who came up with uh, came up with them. And so he's Steve Carell likes this girl and she likes him. But because his brother is dating her, it's creates this. Yep. And uh, is Dane Cook funny in it? Trick question. <laughs> he's always funny. Oh. <laughs> well, he's reading somebody else's lines, so he's good. <laughs> he's always funny. Yeah, he's funny always funny looking. when he's reading something someone else wrote. No, no, I thought Dane. I think Dane Cook's pretty funny. I no. I, I like one of his albums. He uh, does Dimitri uh, Martin jokes uh, really well. <laughs> I mean, not as well as Dimitri Ooh. Martin does, but he does them pretty well. Well, one of his heroes is Steve Martin. So I said uh, I said Dimitri Martin. Oh, Dimitri. Oh, yeah, okay. I think <laughs> see, because he stole he stole a bunch of jokes from Jimmy Dreamman. Ah, okay. Yeah, uh, Emily Blunt's only in it for maybe ten minutes. Oh, uh, it, it's interesting. She's it's from two thousand eight, so she really wasn't that big of a star back then. Mm-hmm. But she's like fifth listed on the credits, which is really weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in it, she plays this girl who used to be ugly, but now she's a super sexy plastic surgeon who goes on a blind date with Steve Carell, and. No, she, I mean, she's good at it, but she's not in it very long. Yeah. And, yep. What would you say is Emily Blunt's, like, big breakout? Ooh, um, I would say Devil Wears Prada, but that's not even big enough. Well, That was, like, oh, her, that was like yeah, her discovery know, she, point. Yeah. She was nominated for that. So yeah. She was? Okay. Yeah, so then maybe, then that is maybe her, was that 2006? Yeah. So maybe, I guess maybe, yeah. if she's coming off an Oscar nom, then yeah. I guess maybe that's why they put her up. But I'd have to look at the, the list. Edge of Tomorrow. Well, that made everybody well, realize she can be in anything and be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Mary Poppins Returns. That's not out yet. That gives me a boner. That's so good. In in <laughs> your world, it isn't. But in my world, I've already seen it twice. <laughs> but she's oh. really good. Uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, that's an interesting question. Because I'm watching all her movies, so I'm trying to... So yeah, I, like, I know like I love her, but I don't know when I fell in love with her. Yeah, like, yeah. I've loved her my whole life. <laughs> no, I... Her and you know, watching The Office, I love Rashida Jones. I have the hugest crush yeah. Yeah. on Rashida Jones because <laughs> there's something about her. Like she's she's attractive, but she's not the traditional like super hot. But there's something about her. I think it's just yeah. she's beautiful. Oh, she's beautiful. But right, yeah, I love that woman, Angie Tribeca. I love Angie Tribeca. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's it's a good movie. But it's one of the things I hate sometimes. Trappings when I say independent movies. 
it's I'm a talking, specific tone and it's feel. It's a tone. You're yeah. talking about like the Sundance films. Yeah. like Perky. There, there's, like, see, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, but like, see, I like your sister's sister with her in it. She's yeah. great in that. And that movie's great. But that kind of has the same trappings. Well, that's a Duplass Brothers film as well. Exactly. Right? So the humor in that. So it's Mumblecore you hate. No. <laughs> um, I can't. Yeah. I. It's, it's and, a hard like thing to like it, go into fully. Yeah. Like, yeah I know yeah, what you're talking it's about. It's hard to. Yeah, quantify. I can't. Yeah, I know exactly what I'm When I see yeah. it, I know it. Yeah. And I, there's little trappings, and Dan in real life has a lot of them. Yeah. Where it's trying to be quirky for the sake of being quirky, where something like Little Miss Sunshine, which is an independent movie, but I think is brilliant. Mm-hmm. But it has some of the same. Yes, yeah. but it's handled maybe uh, better. Yeah. You know? Uh, well, it doesn't lean on them. Like, it's not dependent on them to be good. Yeah. There's really good stuff in there, yeah. and then it's got just those motifs in it. Yeah, because you. Do you know who directed it? Damn really? I, I should. I just. Uh, it's Peter. Quincy Adams. Yes. Okay. Peter Quincy Adams. Um, but it's because, like, I mean, like, uh, I, I know, like, there's like, <laughs> I, there's like, there's something in development for Art House Asshole. But um, basically, that's going to be a subject of something I'm going to be doing with the Art Asshole. But like, basically, in like the early 2000s, uh, the Duplass brothers, Joe Swanberg, and like three other guys mm-hmm. essentially re- like revolutionized the entire independent film market yeah. by inventing Mumblecore. And they're the only ones that can really do it. Since yeah, then, there's right. been like a hundred filmmakers that have tried to do it, not understanding why it works. Yeah. yeah. And that's what you get when. Yeah, you know, that, like, that, that makes sense. You know, maybe maybe I should call it instead of independent, I should call it focus features. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. around yes. that oh, yeah. time, oh, yeah. is like. Yeah. But then again, I, like, I really like Little Miss Sunshine, but. Oh yeah, uh, some of them are allowed to work. It's when no, yeah. it's when the purpose of the movie is like, hey, we can totally just throw this shit in the bag no, yeah. and shake it and, up. And not... Sundance will accept it no matter what, right. like that kind of thing. Yeah. It's uh, I mean, just like watch any Duplass Brothers film, and you'll be like, oh, that's how it's supposed to work. So yeah, so uh, I, I only have like three more movies to watch. One is kind of hard to find, and it's one of her first ones called My Summer of Love, mm. which Ooh. the the DVD is like fifteen bucks. I'm like, ugh, I don't want to yeah. do that. And yeah. then I was gonna rent it on is it Comcast. Like a sappy it was like, romancy movie. Yeah, she's like, that may not be worth the fifty dollars. Exactly. Yeah. She falls in love with like another woman, and it's how she. Oh, it's their summer together. Yeah. And oh, I okay. heard she. I heard she's really good in it. I haven't. Yeah, she's pretty good in it. Uh, I, I haven't seen it, so. Yeah. Huh. Um, it's not like one of my favorites, but it's, I enjoy it. So. Yeah, but she's really good, and I've yeah. Oh, I'll be. I gotta rewatch the Huntsman <laughs> and see. Oh no, the Huntsman Winter War. Yeah, and oh, yeah. Into the Woods. I forgot that hat. Oh yeah. Mm. She's really good in that, though. She's, She's really good, good in that. that. I still haven't though. seen Into the Woods. No, neither. I, it's. I mean, know. if you're a musical fan, sure, check it out. But it's. I yeah, love it's musicals. Yeah, it, it's hard. It's hard for me. Like, it's hard to recommend. It is. Yeah. It's. It's really well made, but there's some tonal changes in it that are weird. Well, and like, there's some plot I'll, holes. I'll say this: Have you seen the musical act? Like, have you actually seen that performance of Into the Woods? No, I haven't. I don't. I don't even because know the story. notoriously, the, the notorious thing about Into the Woods is that it completely changes the second act. The second yeah. act of the entire, like, it's completely different, and a lot of people really don't like that, and some people really do like that. Huh. And that's I, something you should know about. And I will say, seen. Uh, uh, you've seen it. Yes, yeah. in the movie. So, the Emily Blunt's character in it, so. something happens to her, yeah. and it's it's really weird, yeah. and they don't address it. Th- you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, no, like, no, no, I think no. it's like three quarters of the way through. Yeah. And it's like, they don't address it the rest of the way, and it's it's just bizarre. Okay. Huh. It's, I mean, James, have you seen uh, Into the Woods? I haven't, no. It's, um, I mean, just like, it's one of those, like, it looked it looked too much like something I won't like. Yeah, it's it, it is like it's just one of the things like I feel like you should honestly 
know of the musical before you'll you'll appreciate the movie more if you've seen the musical okay. yeah because just because like it's like you'll you'll enjoy this car wreck more if you knew it was it's, it's i mean like the best way i can describe it is that it's two stories like because mm-hmm. the, the first oh, act okay. ends and everything is resolved and then the second act happens weird and so yeah it's hard for i'll have to watch it again i haven't seen it since theaters but yeah. i do remember seeing it with my wife and what happens to emily blunt's character I'm like what no yeah. is it in a in a death proof-esque way where it's like, oh, she gets eaten by the wolf, big bad wolf, and then now this one's got to... We're going to start over, but the big bad wolf's now the bad guy. Does she kill an elephant? No. No. <laughs> no. It's okay. basically... I mean, should I just... I, I mean, it's not a spoiler. Spo- basically spoilers what happens... for a movie from like... Th- four yeah, spoilers years for, a movie, for a movie that came out like f- three years ago, and then a musical that's been out for like decades. Yeah. Basically, like, the entire like like problem of the first act is resolved and everything's super happy and then the second act everyone dies oh weird yeah mm-hmm. okay. so it all like it gets really dark for some reason and then is it everyone supposed to be starts a joke where it's like hey, no here's, a, here's no, like a take you singing really seriously no yeah. well i mean but like like it's a hey the first the first act is a fairy tale like you, you like you're used to them where like at the end they live happily ever after, and then after that, hey, wait, but then they all die. I mean, maybe when you say it like that, maybe, but I've never gotten that from the film. Okay, weird. So, if that is there, I mean, I've liked, I've known I'm about the musical for the years, so I've never thought about that. i curious to watch way. it I ever have been now. Yeah. So, interesting. Yeah, I'll let you borrow it. Yeah. I mean, it's okay. It's like, it's not, like, it's not horrible. You no, know, the yeah. performances are great. And, oh, yeah. I mean, the set designs and costumes are amazing, so. Yeah. Okay, cool. Helps carry it. And yeah. Chris Pine's song. No, yeah, he's... Chris Pine's amazing in it. Yeah. Oh, very. That, see, that uh, sounds good. It's not like Les Mis, where it's a famous musical turned into a movie, and the movie's awful. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hey, Ryan, remember that scene in Drag Me to Hell where, like, she goes into the uh, shed, and the witcher's there or whatever, mm-hmm. and then she, like, drops an anvil on the witch's head and crushes the, the witch? Mm-hmm. That's another way you could kill an elephant. <laughs> yeah. I, need to see, I haven't seen Drag Me to Hell in a while. It's awesome. really good. Yeah. It's really it's, could that be in? When did that come out? 2009. 2009. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, I was going to say, it couldn't know. be in the, yeah. No. I pride myself on having seen that movie two days before it opened. Oh, wow. Because I had worked in the movie theater, and we got to sneak Oh, fun. Nice. Yeah, so. Cool. It's always fun seeing Sam Raimi at his best. Yeah. This week on Real Nerds Podcast, we saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yay! Henry, should people see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2? Uh, Yeah, definitely. I think it's... N- I think... We'll get into it. But I think, yeah, definitely see it. Zach? I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> yes, um, absolutely go see this film. I think this is the first Marvel movie that actually made me cry. Mm. Oh, wow. Not me. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I've cried at these before. Um, yeah. The, oh, you didn't ask me yet. No, go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, of, of course. It's really good. And I I feel like I laughed a lot more at this one. I also, I also cried a lot more at this one. Um there's a lot of things about this movie that I love, and I, I think if you want to go have some fun at a movie, this is exactly it. I mean, it was, uh, once again, this is one of those like roller coasters where it was over. I even remember like in the movie at one point thinking to myself, like, oh, man, I really don't want this to end. Like, I just want to mm-hmm. live in this movie for a while because uh, it is so, so enjoyable. So, yeah, it's amazing. You didn't cry during Logan? Cold-hearted bastard. No, I'm talking about MCU. He means MCU. Oh, MCU. Yeah. yeah. Right. It wasn't me. Uh I don't know. Do you guys like having fun in movies? Yes. Do you like movies that touched your soul? Yes. Then go see Guardians of the Galaxy 2. This movie's awesome. Uh, Here's a trailer for Guardians. The fate of the universe lies on your shoulders. 
Now, whatever you do, don't push this button. Because that will set off the bomb immediately, and we'll all be dead. Now, repeat back what I just said. I agree. No! No, that's the button that will kill everyone. Try again. I'm Groot. Mm-hmm. I'm Groot. Uh-huh. I'm Groot. No! Showtime, a-holes. Yeah, I feel a general unselfish love for just about everybody. No, sexual love. No, no, I don't. For her. No. <laughs> she just told everyone your deepest, darkest secret. Dude, <laughs> come on. I think you're overreacting a little bit. You must be so embarrassed. <laughs> do me, do me, do me. And to be clear, this is how much James loved it. When he came to pick me up, he was blasting brandy. Yeah, it's great. And he well, that's started... also that's also because Charlie's Angels, Mick, Mick, sorry, Mick G's Charlie's Angels is 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 also a really fun movie. Okay. Yeah, uh, this movie takes place three months after the first Guardians of the Galaxy, and now the Guardians are truly Guardians of the Galaxy, where they're being paid uh, to help the gar- the galaxy. Solve yeah, yeah, and. So yeah, I mean the opening. What what I like too is this movie knows exactly what it wants to be and how to get the audience in. Yeah, because the, remember the first teaser trailer was, um, "Don't push that one." I am Groot. Like so, it's a little baby Groot that people love, and the opening of the movie is literally baby Groot dancing for two three minutes. Yeah, yeah, it's like to the entirety of Blue Sky. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, besides the Kurt Russell part at the beginning, but uh, yeah, yeah, true. Where the Kurt Russell part at the beginning, oh, man, we've already skipped something great. Yeah, where Marvel's the best at like de aging actors. Oh my I, goodness, I, I couldn't see, I couldn't, I couldn't see the lines. Like this is the first one where I was genuinely like, they just, they just filmed this twenty five years ago. Like, the <laughs> only explanation for this is they made this while he was Snake Plissken. Um, <laughs> at some like, point, in that it first, was so good. At some point in that first scene, I was just like. I do want to see Guardians of the Galaxy 2, but can we take this technology right now and just make Big Trouble in Little China 2 for me? For me? For me? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's I mean, to the point where, like, it wouldn't surprise me if they said, yeah, we couldn't get David Hasselhoff. Like, that was all CGI'd in. <laughs> <laughs> I, I genuinely was hoping when they panned to the right, I was hoping they were going to have, like, young CG Goldie Hawn uh-huh. in the car. And now his mom is Goldie Hawn. Like, I, I had that thought in the moment because I was like, we can do 
anything now. <laughs> we don't even need actors. I didn't think about was was the mom the same one from the first one? I don't know if she was the same, but she's like it's a it's a young she's a she's a woman. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. It's a younger. Well, she kind of looked the same. I, think, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Guardians it wouldn't surprise me if it was the same or not. Yeah. yeah, and it's also hard because like in the first movie, right? She's all cancered up. Yeah, yeah. And so it's hard to you like know. officially tell. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, it, it, just, it doesn't matter. Trust across my mind. Yeah. So. Yeah. My hope was that they got the same actress. Just yeah, yeah. Why not? Right. Yeah. So. And yeah, so they uh, what, what's the name of the uh, the Sentinels? What's the name of the oh the Sovereign Sovereign. Yeah, Sovereign. Mm-hmm. Who was sold as like the villains of this movie? Totally, I have a Lego version of that lady, uh, Alicia. I think's her name. Aisha. Yeah. I, Aisha. Yeah. Aisha Taylor. Aisha. Are you sure it's not Alicia? I mean, I don't know. I, mean, I think it's, it's, it's A L E Y. It's Elizabeth Debicki. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's all you need. Yeah, and <laughs> Rocket ends up stealing batteries from them, and he's going to sell them, and it, all it does is piss them off. So there's like this subplot of them chasing him throughout the whole film. Yeah. Um. And we get we get sliced alone as one of the original Guardians of the Galaxy, but Starhawk, but now is uh, a Ravager, mm-hmm. yeah, and he's awesome. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Like this, it does. It starts so like aware, and and it's so much fun in that in that opening sequence. And then I just didn't stop laughing or having fun the whole time. Um, and it's interesting because um, I was talking afterwards about how there's stuff in the movie that doesn't make any sense. Uh, but it doesn't matter. So, for example, um, skipping way to the end, right? There's a scene where like um, Nebula and Gamora are trying to escape like the planet, yeah. and there's all these like weird columns of rock that are flying up for some reason, like elevators, and they jump on yeah. them. And I had a moment where I was like, "Why are there weird elevator rocks?" And then I went, oh, I don't give a shit. This scene is about these two characters because they've done such yeah. a great job of like building yeah. their character arc and why they're together yeah, yeah. and what's going on. I mean, they took they took a character who is the most wooden uh, and and kind of uninteresting character from the first movie mm-hmm. and made her really fantastic and cool. Yep. And I really liked her in this movie. You know, like mm-hmm. she had a sense of humor and she had a story arc. And like by the end, I was like, man, I want to see Nebula kill Thanos. And I'm like, wait, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. Why do I care about this character? Yeah, suddenly? And I was telling James yesterday, like, I still think Nebula is hot. Like Karen <laughs> Gillian's beautiful. And I, I'm like, he's even beautiful in. Mm-hmm. Blue cybernetic makeup. Right, yeah. And then she's like, he he would he would you would do better than me and then he'd pull my arm off and you're like, Bah that's terrible. My goodness. Um, yeah, Thanos sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope right. at some point we get to see him go down. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's almost as if they're setting up how truly evil he is for something really major. That's true, man. Yeah, it is crazy when you think about Thanos though, because they I mean, they have so much riding on him. No, yeah. yeah. He's been mentioned. I really like hope Josh Brolin doesn't die in a car accident or something. <laughs> like, he probably got him, like, wearing a constant I think he's already done. Oh, you think so? I think so. I think Because so. sure he's though. starting like, to film Deadpool 2 in, like, yeah. a month. So they're, I mean, they're, yeah, because they, oh, yeah. Unless yeah, because they, they started shooting it, uh, during Civil War when that came out. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Cool. And I knew they said, like, it would take a while, but they said it would take, like, a year. Yeah, like, and I think it's like now done. I so. think it's nine months of principal photography. Yeah, and but they did their pre like CGI stuff. Yeah. months before that. No, yeah. So wow. Yeah, talk about an undertaking. So cool. Man. Anyways, back to Guardians. Uh, everybody in this film, I think their character is more defined. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, the first one, I mean, is really great, but uh, Drax is really great in this yeah. movie. Gamora was like. 
really underutilized last film, I think. And I think mm-hmm. this film, she like you definitely get a lot more of her, and so yeah, she's actually like less of an action character yeah. than she was in the last one, and more of a just character character, which yeah. I like. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And Chris Pratt is continuing his like trajectory of being amazing. Yeah, even yeah. more amazing than he already is. Yeah, man, because he just continues to. And did you know that he had the power to turn his eyes? literally into a star field because that's how handsome he is. Mm-hmm. I was like, when that happened, I went, oh, he's just so handsome. And he does that and he goes, it's so beautiful. I'm like, yeah, you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I do love too how colorful the movie is. Oh, no, this is, the, oh, uh, yeah. just historically speaking and technically speaking, this is the first feature film in history to be shot on 8K. Wow. Um, mm. And you can tell. It, it, this is, I think, the best looking Marvel film yet. Oh, or MCU it's, film it's yet. really beautiful. Yeah. Um, and again, you know, he knocks it out with the soundtrack. Yep. Uh, I got this soundtrack today. And not only does... Oh, uh, man, the script is really tight. But yes, yeah. um, part of what's great about it is he took a thing that was really iconic about the first one, which was the soundtrack, and n- not only has a great soundtrack, but worked the music into the plot where, no, yeah. man, when Kurt Russell starts reading you the words to Brandy, you're just like, oh, yeah. you asshole. Or like even you uh, perfect when Yondu gets out of prison and he's uh, oh, killing. Oh, finally all, we get to Yondu. Yeah, when yeah. he's finally killing all, he's killing all the uh, oh, ravagers. To uh, what's I can't remember what's the song that's going on. Oh um, shit, I don't remember, but that was the most yeah. badass. But I mean, movie. talking about how beautiful it is, that part where it gets all dark and it's going through and zigzagging oh, and killing oh, people. Oh god, where, yeah. it, it just looks. <laughs> oh, this God, film guys, is, I gotta get out of here. I gotta watch that movie. Yeah, okay. this film looks very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the name, Taser Face. <laughs> and that's the thing: never loses track of the humor, right? No, like, yeah. And I mean, actually, does it in a, in a way that is almost like I don't want to say annoying, but like ballsy for sure, yeah, right? Like, yeah. it it often because it, it, it's it's James Gunn, so a yeah. lot of the times, like. He'll take something really serious and great and then just infuse some really slapsticky humor in right next to it. And it works beautifully. I mean, the first mm. one that comes to mind is when um, when when Nebula is going to take the ship and fly away. And, you know, she's yeah, she's talking she's to describing to, what to she's going to do with Gunn's all the money. Brother. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, what is his name? What's Sean Gunn. Sean Gunn. So she's talking to Sean Gunn and Dragon. she's like she's explaining about, yeah, all this stuff she's going to do. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's not. That's I, I, I thought you were gonna get a like a hat. I, yeah, did you want like a purse or something? Like, or you know, what was that? Something all the girls would be like. Oh. Sean Gunn's also really good in this film. I really like Sean him. Sean Gunn yeah. is awesome. I mean, and then when he emotes, you're like, yeah. oh, 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 man. Like, I'm not sure. Like, if like I didn't want to call they set it up man. that he's going to be one of the guardians now. That'd be cool. I wouldn't be surprised though. Like, yeah, but you know, it's too. It's that's what's great about this film is sometimes. That's right. I mean, sometimes the tonal shift can be scary, but you know. The part where uh, Yondu gets his uh, receptor blown off and he's sitting there and Taserface is killing all his people that are with him mm-hmm. is like really sad. But then it oh, goes yeah. immediately to making fun of Taserface right. yeah. because of his name's so stupid. Yeah. I, I would say that the biggest walk away for this movie for me is an unbelievable appreciation for how smart and how, how good a writer James Gunn is. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, like this movie is flashy and cool, and like as a director, he's great. But but just to see how well he handles a a whole cast of characters, oh, yeah. I mean, to a Joss Whedon level quality, mm-hmm. where every scene is important and every character gets his due, and even Sean Gunn, yeah. who is a, a who is an extra, extra in the, first in the last film, movie, yeah. is like an awesome character here, and you care about these guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, to get to the end. They kill Yondu 
And a, you care. A <laughs> B-level villain from the last movie who has a bright red mohawk. And you really give a shit and probably cry. Uh, I mean, it's I cried. beautiful. Like, no, how do you do that? Um, well, it's I, so good. Uh, part of this for me, like, was because I love, obviously, I love MCU movies, and I love The Last Guardians. But I'm also a big James Gunn fan, and he'd been working with Michael Rooker since oh, yeah. movie one. Yeah. So to see Michael Rooker get a showcase, because there was mm-hmm. a there was a part of this film in my mind. That was a love letter to Michael Rooker in a weird way, um, because they start off with um, Yondu being. You kind of learn more about Yondu. Mm-hmm. He's disgr- he's a disgraced Ravager um, because of what he did that has to connect to Peter Quill and to Ego, for that matter. Um, and Sh- Sylvester Stallone's essentially giving like exposition for it. You get to see Rooker move through the film emotionally, and you get to see a, prog- a progression that. I haven't seen Rooker do, honestly, since maybe Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer or maybe some other film that I've never seen him in before. But mm-hmm. I'm only pulling Henry out because that's like one of his major, major roles. Yeah, and it's, you know, we haven't got to, uh, you know, Kurt Russell <laughs> yeah. in the movie plays Ego and it, it's the living planet. And it's his, it's, you know, Peter Quill's dad. And the big reveal there is when you're watching it. Oh, what, that will. Oh, it's super too. saccharine with him and um, Peter Quill, and he. So Peter Quill is able to take the energy from the planet because he's uh, <laughs> uh, ego he's, he's son. Half celestial. So yeah, so he takes and makes a ball, and he's playing fetch with his uh, fetch catch with his <laughs> <laughs> catch with his dad. Bring it back, dad. <laughs> and it's really like goofy and really over the top, like sappy, but it works yeah. really well. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, and then sets up, and then. Uh, so the big turn is Ego's actually the villain in the film, and he has this turn where he's explaining that the reason he's been to all these planets is he he's trying he's impregnating women because he can't share this burden of ruling the universe by himself, and Peter Quill is the only one who is able to harness the power like he is. So he there's a moment where you're getting the plot and the, you know, what's happening. And then ego kind of just says, yeah, I, you, I was really sad when I put that tumor in her head yeah. just because he needs to get Peter off that planet, sending yeah. Yondu down there to get him. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Chris Pratt is so amazing in that moment because a lot of times with movies, someone will be like, Oh, uh, and he just blasts him. And it's like, you know, screaming, you killed my mom. And it's pretty awesome. Yeah. I, I it, love the line. You shouldn't have. You shouldn't have killed my mom and broke my tape player. Yeah. <laughs> uh. But then James even said too, and we're leaving. It's the best Superman fight I've ever seen. It's the best Superman fight I've ever seen. And you know, and not because it's the coolest <laughs> Superman fight. Because I give a shit. Yeah. Like I'm watching these two guys fight, and I care about what's happening. And there's stuff happening around them that I care about. You know. Yeah, and it's it's and this is why. And he James, turns into Pac-Man. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. That's why James Gunn is so brilliant. <laughs> They're having this like super dramatic fight with his dad, yeah, uh, trying to stop him from destroying the universe. And his dad turns into like this super like rock version of himself, and Peter Quill turns into a giant Pac Man, right? And it's so good. even with the sound effects, yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and it works uh, yep. so well. And and speak, you know, Ego is actually pretty scary when he's reforming oh, and he's oh, yeah. coming so down good. and talking to him. And, oh yeah. yeah. 
when uh, when he's like Doctor Manhattan style, when like they fly the sh- and they fly the ship through him, it's really like disturbing yeah. for yeah. some reason. Like that shot is really cool. Those are just like a lot of, like throwaway stuff that I really liked in the film. Like yeah. for example, like when they have like the flash cut, it's like one of, is, that was when I started crying was when they flash cut of like all the people that like Peter Quill like considers his family, and you see like all the different moments. Oh of them. yes, oh. But like my Some favorite of part are of really that, silly. So, but like the fact that he has no good memories of the rocket, so he invents <laughs> this scenario of him flying in the sky with him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah there's, and there's a quick shot of like Yondu teaching oh, yeah. him teaching to him shoot. shoot. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and Yondu has this great line where he he says, "You might have a father, but he ain't your daddy. Yeah, but he ain't your daddy." And and you don't know that about Yondu that he, when he found out what Ego was. Because underneath his planet, there's like millions of bones. Yeah, the oh, bones of oh, all God. of his children. Yeah, and yeah. when Yondu finds out, he's protecting Peter Quill. Yeah, yeah. And another layer to that character. And when you now you think back when you're going to watch Guardians One, you're like, oh, there's moments in that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and there's this whole subplot with the Ravengers where like there's a mutiny and all this, and they're all mad because they protect him. And then when you realize, I mean, and you kind of know, like, oh, well, you know, it's just because he. He really likes Peter. And mm-hmm. you're like, no, it's because like he's his he's dead. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh and it's really sweet and so well done. Yep. Yeah. Um uh, it's, it's just incredible. Yeah. This movie shouldn't be this good. It has a talking raccoon and a small tree baby in it. <laughs> like, what? But yeah, and there's like even, you know, when uh Yandu dies saving Peter. Yeah. Uh there's a moment in his funeral or like it even tugs my heart to me with a little troll. I'm like, Oh, that was in the sphere that Peter gave him instead of the infinity f- stone. Well, I didn't yeah. even think about that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It is. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, and, and it's and it's so silly, but you know, Sylvester Stallone has the line earlier where he's like, When you die, like you You'll never have the You'll never, never have this funeral. Uh, and <laughs> Wait, does he really say that? Yes, he does. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, yes. Early on, he I really like, wish I didn't know that. Well, okay, <laughs> he so didn't he notice that he doesn't really say that. He says the equivalent of like, you know, when you die, the you won't, you won't feast up. with the gods in Valhalla, right? Like, oh, okay. He, he says a thing that is basically like, okay, that's a bit better. <laughs> yeah, he's basically saying like, you won't get the honors of of Being dying a ravager, as a great yeah. ravager, yeah, yeah, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, uh, and okay. whatever that entails, and so that's why, like, then this. This thing happens, and it, it is so on its surface, like a silly, like yeah. oh, all the ships showed up, and they and for his funeral. But it is so sweet, and it has so much weight and meaning. And fucking Rocket, when Rocket closes the door, when he zaps uh, uh, Gamora, and is like, mm-hmm. I, I, I can only lose one friend today. And you're like, this is a, it's a, it's a, it's an animated raccoon, and I care so much. Yeah, yeah. Like he really emotes. Uh, and it's great. Mm-hmm. Man. Oh, it's great too. With you know the part with Stallone at the beginning, it's this huge dramatic scene with him and Rooker yelling at each other, and then the Sovereigns show up rolling out that carpet, oh, and yeah. it gets uh, yeah. stuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's again that to me that's just James Gunn and it is. to a T. Yeah. yeah, but like perfected. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like all of the weirdness of early James Gunn. Here is like it's like defined. Yeah, like, like it's a this is the this is a scalpel to his machete. Um, it's so, so good. Yeah. I also like. I really liked Mantis. I didn't think I was gonna like Mantis. Yeah, she I really, really, really liked Mantis in this. Mantis yeah. might have been like. I mean, I might be the minority, but I think she stole the show. So <laughs> yeah, well, there's yeah. even uh, Drax makes fun Mantis, of her for, look not, out! <laughs> for for not being uh, attractive. <laughs> yes. And then at the end, there's some movies like you are very beautiful. And then there's like these couple beats. 
on the on inside. The inside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, God. it's so good. Yeah. And also, I mean, like we haven't mentioned it yet, but like Drax is way more defined this film. I feel oh yeah, like. yeah. Like, oh, my oh, nipples. Just, I mean, just yeah, yes, he's he's played really as a comedic relief most yeah. of the time. But man, that scene where like he and Mantis are sitting on the on the outside, and she yeah. she finally does touch him, and, and like and, feel. Like, and, like, she shows, like, what he really feels. Oh, like. It's so good. Yeah. Oh. Batista's a good actor. Yeah. Yeah. And she was great. Yeah. Because like, yeah. that performance there, like, she just cracks all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, oh. My favorite interaction yeah. with Drax, though, had to be, like, it's, so it's near the beginning after they've, like, stopped that um, squid thing. Yeah. Um, and they think they've <laughs> oh, gone yeah. away. Um, is, uh, so they've showed it in the first trailer where it's, like, you need to find somebody who's pathetic as you. But he starts explaining how he first met his wife. <laughs> and his wife was like, out of all the people who danced in the tribe, she did not. Made me, I, I can't remember what, but it was essentially the equivalent of it made me really erect. <laughs> yeah. It made my nether reason swell. Oh, that's it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's oh so good. Peter, can I talk to you? No, we don't need to do this right now. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, there was a nice the, little running gag with Nebula trying to eat the fruit, and they yes, keep saying it's not good. ripe. Yes, that 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 went really well, man. Oh, the boy. Watchers showed up. Yeah. Oh, oh God, yeah. the Watchers. The Watchers. Were there. Which just proves that Stanley is in every movie, and he's aware that he's in every movie. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. he's Stanley in every movie. Yeah. What made me kind of sad was that like I watched this one and went like, oh, this could this is written in a way it could be the last one. Well, like it's really a sweet, mm-hmm. it's a kind of sweet send off of like, oh, Stanley gets to spend forever just hanging out with the Watchers in space. Yeah. Well, they did say he shot like four of them. Yeah, yeah. I know. So. And they also say like they've already scanned his face, so that way like they can still put him in after his oh, untimely. Not untimely. But if I know Stanley, he'd probably like that. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's his favorite I subject. Am immortal. Yeah. <laughs> his face is his favorite subject. Because he always says that, you know, yeah. he's his favorite subject. Yeah. That's so good. Um, yeah, yeah, he's good. In the, yeah. yeah, he's great in it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how the, watchers, the, how it, the Watchers didn't look... Ex- I, I don't know, they looked a little they weird looked, to me. They looked really cheap. Yeah. They looked but, weird, I mean, but the character in the comics is goofier than Fox. <laughs> I know, so. yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, uh, what... It's they funny. did the best they could. Like. Oh, and we get more tease of something that's never going to happen, which is Howard the Duck. I was just going to say, my folks asked me today, they were like, hey, is that, uh, is that Howard the Duck a real character in this one? No. <laughs> but he's there. He's there. You never he know. Sh- he should be. Yeah. They made an Ant-Man movie, I'm just saying. They made an Ant-Man That's true. Yeah. That is true. Eventually, they're going to need more money. Yep. <laughs> and you never know. Howard the Duck might show up. If they did a Howard the Duck, like his comic, it'd be pretty awesome. I would yeah. see that would be cool. Because I still have never seen the movie, but I love oh. the comic. So... Well, well, you won't good love the news. Movie. <laughs> well, the movie has really big tonal problems, and it doesn't know if it wants to be like this adult humor or a kid movie. A kid yeah. movie. That's what I've heard from you guys. Yeah, and then the so. plane chase scene. Oh my god, it's like twenty minutes long. It's probably like six, but it feels way too long. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably like a minute and a half, but probably yeah. Cool. Oh, and uh, the the post credit sequences, five of them. Yeah, yeah. And what I was telling They're James good. too, it's awesome that they have enough faith in the brand of guardians of the galaxy that they don't set up the next marvel movie yeah. they yeah. set up the next guardians movie mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah with adam warlock so, like, like I, I don't know a lot about adam warlock i don't know do uh, you he, yeah well he's weird but i mean basically he's like a cosmic superman so is he gonna be the villain of the next yeah. one okay all right i could deal with that okay nathan fillion right on or so uh, what they 
because I'm confused because they cast Nathan Fillion as a role for this film, but it wasn't in the film. Well, I think it was Adam Warlock, right? Because Adam Warlock was originally supposed to be in this movie. Well, no, because remember, like the, the person they cast him as was a different character. It was like a lesser known character. That's be like, it, like his character in the comics was like an actor who plays a superhero in TV based off the characters of like the superheroes. Ooh, was it the Sentry? I don't remember who it was. Remember, like, <laughs> That'd be I was funny. Kidding. I was kidding. Remember Actually, he that, would so. be awesome as the Sentry. Yeah, that would be great. So, like that I mean, would that would make comic book people like the Sentry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like the Sentry when he ripped Carnage in half. Uh, oh boy! Yeah. I mean, if he does end up playing, I'm more like I'm down for that too. So, I just want to see a spinoff movie of the original Ravagers stealing shit. <laughs> <laughs> So well, the, Sylvester Stallone, Michelle Yeoh, and Ving Rhames. I mean, the, the, well, I'm sure they're going to. I hope they show up again. I, I hope would so. Like, oh, I would like no, so. yeah, no, like, you don't spend that kind of money for yeah. them to not. I mean, the, where they're going is like by the end of the next one, they're going to have to like unite the galaxy. Like, every, basically, there's going to be a moment where everybody shows up because the Guardians of the Galaxy are going to be losing, and yeah. everyone in the whole galaxy is going to show up because everybody loves the Guardians so much yeah. because they've done so many good things. Um, uh, you know, there's some low hanging fruit. I'll cry. It'll be great. Yeah, can't wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Infinity War Part One. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, but well, also no, like, not, not Part One because the the fourth one will be called something different. But apparently, well, yeah, according yeah, to Kevin Feige, it's a spoiler. Yeah, it'll because oh, no. it's called the Avengers die horribly. <laughs> 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 the Avengers colon die horribly. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. So uh, next week we'll be doing our 300th episode. Yeah. So there won't be a movie. Wait, we don't get to see Snatched. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll probably see Snatched. We honor Kurt Russell, but we don't honor his mistress. Is that the sequel to Snatch? Then I'll see it. Ooh. No. <laughs> the trailer for Snatch, I think actually. Will Snatch good. show up on the top ten of films <laughs> since we started the show? No. Find out next week. There's something else. In- oh, King Arthur is next week. Yeah, King too. Arthur. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. Arthur I actually heard was pretty fun. I'm and, really uh, excited like, for it. The, the trailers are like. Yeah, Fun. the only reason that I don't that I that I am worried because is because the title is shit. Like well, Legend yeah. of the Sword oh, is I think awful. They're, gonna, they're planning on making more of them. Well, they're always planning That's on fine. making more of anything. Just like. call it King Arthur. Well, I'm not Legend. I'm all. That's all I'm gonna call is King Arthur. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm just. I, I never call it Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. That's <laughs> stupid. I call it Batman Superman. I'm legally required to. <laughs> <laughs> Man, or or a chip will explode in my brain. You're hungry. You have a whole quesadilla over there. <laughs> Outsmarted. Like, I'm just smile. <laughs> You're right, Dad, but look how cute I am. <laughs> Until win, next you week. Win this round. Bye. 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 Say bye. Bye. Bye bye. Say thanks for watching movies. I'm Brand. <laughs> Real Nerds is a Nebulous Visions multimedia production. We would also like to thank Sparks Mandrill for our music. Additional music from Ben Sounds. Thank you to Alamo Drafthouse. Thank you to Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. And thank you for listening to the Real Nerds Podcast.